Welcome back, listeners, for another session of Yalzar's 5th edition. There's a title in there somewhere. I'm your DM, Kenny, and I have my players starting with our paladin to my left. Hi, I'm Sean, playing Bork. Half-Bork. My name is Ogden. I'm playing the Dwarven Cleric. Uh, I am Frodo. I'm playing the uh, Human Monk Tenchi. My name's Lauren. I'm playing Vin, the Halfling Warlock. And it's in-person weekend. So we're in-person again, so that's why we're probably sounding a lot better than normal. I'm going to tell you at the top here, Frodo, you're going to need to mute your volume a little bit because you are the closest to the microphone. Cool. Um, But yeah. So, uh, when we last left off, our adventurers were traveling on the the shaft um, down to the bottom, the base even. we're adults, Dicks. I swear. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I tried to dodge it, and I just went right into it. Anyway, that's so what you're saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, we're riding the shaft to the bottom. Right, so that muted thing I was talking about. <laughs> anyway, you uh, the, the party reached the bottom of the shafts uh, of the elevator in the Dwarven capital city after being told that there was a problem of great urgence at that level. There has been something that has been murdering miners and and has scared the friendly Zorn population away from helping the dwarves of the great capital city. And with their mining operations being the lifeblood of the town, it's kind of a big deal. So, I believe you all finished a long rest and are, are hanging out on what is approximately a 100-foot wide disc that has a huge, like, um, what's the word for it, uh, like, threads of, like, a screw, mm-hmm. oh, okay. is how the, the, the thing is, the, the, op, the shaft operates. Okay. Cool. Um, and the, the, the majority of the disc is stationary, but the center of the disc is a separate um, platform that is attached to the main, and that's the part that spins. Hmm. And I said that, and you guys are like, uh, are we sick? Yeah, so now? there's this mm-hmm. little thing in the middle that yeah, rotates. That, and that's what it moves, um, whereas the rest of the platform is stationary, okay. as it were. Yeah. So you all have reached the bottom. Um, you have been sent with a small escort of Dwarven warriors, and um, recently blessed by the Archchaplain of the Church of Moradin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mirrodin. Moradin? Moradin. Moradin. Um, and you have been told a small amount of details about what you are to find out there. Uh, so, any preparations before you all set off into the unknowns of the deepest levels of the great dwarven mines? We got a couple people who can't see in the dark. Mainly just... No, the two of you, right? One, yep. So, somebody should probably be a torch and Well, bear burn. in mind, these, these will be lit. Oh, okay. Dwarves do have dark vision, mm-hmm. but... Dark vision, as you may or may not know, is black and white. Yeah. And when deducing the value of a gemstone, its color is very important. I didn't know dark vision was black and white. Mm-hmm. Yes, dark vision is black and white. Yep. Hard to see color when there's no light reflecting off of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's the rationale there. Yes, but who knows? I ain't no doctor. Optometrist. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> One day. One day we'll get there. Dr. Morse, that just sounds good. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But anyway, um, back in the fantasy world. Yes. Any last-minute preparations before you all set off? No. You all have a series of three sh- primary shafts 
of the mining complex to look into, all of which have led to, all of which lead to sites where the monster is attacked. Okay, so in front of us we now have three paths to go to? Yes. Uh, and is there any other, like, preparation spells you'd like to cast or rituals you'd like to do before you go down? Oh, not me. Um, how many spells do I have? And who has the shard right now? I do believe she still holds it. Okay. So for no, those who can't see finger gestures, then the sor- uh, warlock still has the shard. We have no idea what it does for me. All right, I am going to go ahead and cast Armor of Agathis, okay. and I normally just Google what all these do, and I have it open and tabbed, so... We have physical books now. That's great. Did you mess up it your cast sheet already? I want to say it gives you an amount of temporary hit points, and when something attacks you, um, it gets damages. cold damage or yeah, something. They, they take um, a response of damage yeah. from the armor, and I believe they're also slowed or something. But here, after I find the, the spell, I will do this book. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you gain five temporary hit points, and when they hit you, um, they take five cold damage, regardless of whether or not they clear all of the points or not. And it lasts for an hour, so yep. every time she takes damage. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I figured since it lasted for an hour... And do you want to cast it at first level, or do you want to cast it at second level? Because if you cast it at second level, you get more temporary hit points. Yeah, so, I'm going to cast it at second level. Alright, so you have ten temporary hit points. <coughs> yeah. Question, does uh, non-lethal damage still trigger that effect, or is it... Damage. Mm-hmm. Neat. Interesting. Any damage received while she still has temporary hit points. And that's a self-target only, right? Yes. If you want to place that uh, benefit on herself. Just telling you that'd be really useful for me. I, I know, man. <laughs> well, they don't want warlocks to be pseudo-healers. That's my job. Yeah. Well, you're not even a pseudo-healer. <coughs> you're just a full-on, I can heal. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I'm really passionate about hitting stuff. <laughs> kind of, yeah. That that is kind of the Better entire moving character part. Beautifully sums up Ooh. at least fifty percent of this party. Wait, yeah, if right? you do it at second level or above, both the cold damage and yeah. the cold damage increases too. So mm-hmm. if somebody hits me, they get an auto ten, 10 damage. damage. Yes, ten cold damage. I can just see Tenji over there. Tenji I haven't cast poke, this poke, yet. So poke, 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 poke. I mean, if I were to poke, poke, like yeah. Oh, and also that had I believe that spell does have a pretty strong visual effect. So like you have like an ethereal like, plate vest hovering on your person, and you're, like, leaving a wake of, like, snowflakes and shit. Sweet. That's pretty. Damn. <laughs> That's party. Um. Hmm. I need to learn that. Yeah, it's a good spell. Yeah. It's a really good spell. Can you learn that? I don't, I don't think, think I can. I don't think you can. No. It's yeah. definitely an arcane spell. Yeah. It's, um, concentration, I think? That's wonderful. Yeah. She yeah, can no, learn your spells, it, but you can't it, learn hers. No, she can learn my rituals. She can't uh, learn stuff like cure light wounds or no. or cure wounds. That would be bananas. That would yeah. be pretty. You know, except for that, you know, free three. Learning three, rituals is already still kind of bananas. It's pretty good, uh, but I mean, there yeah. aren't very many rituals from uh, the divine class, but any that I learn, you're welcome to as well. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, is there any other preparation spells that any of you would like to cast before you go on? I don't think I have anything that lasts long enough. Most of my stuff is in the heat of the moment, so I'm just going to hold on to those. Okay. Most of my stuff, I actually have to see it. Right. I don't have any stuff. The the contingent <laughs> of four dwarf warriors that you have been sent with, one of them is a cleric, and he blesses the four of them. So oh, all, nice. of the, all of the dwarves are blessed. Sweet. Plus it'd be the dwarves. Mm. Plus we're 
They get they get a one d four to their attack roll. We don't get that. It's, it's we already have. We already have the guardians. Can you remind us of what boons we got from the? The Arch Chaplain? Mm -hmm. The Arch Chaplain's benefit that he bestowed upon you is for one day. Mm -hmm. um, so you guys have already burned through eight hours of it, but whatever. Thanks. Um, it is essentially you have like a spectral body shield that is like hovering near you and is constantly aware of your surroundings for you. Um, I will not say that that protects you from being surprised. That's um, me. Unlike, unlike <laughs> your hand wraps already do. Um, Tenchi. Yeah. But. Um, the next time you take damage, or would take damage, you may, as a reaction, have the this body, or whatever, mm -hmm. intervene. Okay. And it will sacrifice itself to take the damage in your stead. Can it do anything else? No. Okay. okay. Um, so it's a meat shield. Right. It is a, it is a spirit Spectral whose entire purpose is to protect you from a single blow. Now, this is only going to help you from targeted attacks. If you're caught in a blast or a cone or yeah, some type, it, it'll body it'll body block you, and I'll even let you t use it for that, in which case you'll take half. Okay. Like and on a failed reflex save or something? It only be used once, or yes. Yes. It, is, it only has one life. But it's a full, it's a full, it's a... It's a full negate. Yeah, it's a full negate. Unlike my parry, which is up to so many points. Right. I think I'm going to save that for when I get critted. Right. <laughs> well, you have to make that call before I tell you. What the damage is. Yeah. Well, yeah, before the damage, yeah. But if you tell me, oh, net 20, it's like, oh, shit, yeah, right, I'm still guardian. But I might <laughs> tell you, does a 28 hit you? Yeah. And then you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to use the guy. And then I'll be like, all right, well, it was a crit. <laughs> gotcha. Um, okay. Okay, so yeah, you guys have three pathways before you. A front, a left, and a right pathway. Which would you like to do? Nobody ever thinks to go to the middle. Can I we need roll a wizard. perception? Do I hear anything? Absolutely. You, anything? you may absolutely do that. Can I borrow a d20? I normally use a simulator. Where's the big thing of dice? Here. Yeah, let's give oh. you an actual set. I rolled a one, so... Here, I, I got I got her. We'll keep it consistent. I can't see it in the dark. Got it? Okay, cool. I'm just gonna, like... Oh, what was it? You got your set. I had it in my head a second ago. It must be the gym. Oh, I get to re-roll <laughs> one. clearly the gym. So yes. Oh, yeah, there you go. Lucky. I had an eight, so... Do I see or hear anything? Um... It's eight. A total of eight. Total of eight. Gotcha. Sorry, you just tell me what you roll. I, like, I don't know. I know, I have zero in wisdom. Uh, are you proficient in it? Nope. Okay. Oof. So you're, uh, just, I'm you're actually, throwing it out there. I'm actually going to ask the guards, like, what, what, what's the difference between the three? Um. Well, they tell you that all three paths have been sites of attack. Um, but what your perception roll gives you and what the dwarves tell you is that the... Um, paths are labeled with signage, but in Dwarven, unfortunately, for most of you. Hey! Um, they note that the central path is their primary vein for emeralds and other, um, like, like, crystals of that Maybe. family of color. Okay. They have found a lot of, uh, of green and blue gems that path. Uh, and it goes down a lot, so it might be a good pathway. The left path have split off in, in about level, and they have found several veins of gold, so it's a very popular path. And then the right path goes up a little bit, actually, and they have found silver and mercury there. What's the most recent attack path? Uh, they don't know. This all they know is that all three paths have had an, uh, an, an attack in. I'm feeling the middle one going down. 
Possibly. See, the mines are vacated right now, right? Yes, there there is no active mining going on. And this thing is territorial, so it's very likely, no matter what path we choose, it's going to find us. And probably come up from underneath our feet, no matter what we do. That's true. So, everyone... We're on a wall or a ceiling here. Yeah. Uh, let's ask this question, then. Which one of these shafts, uh, branches, are the largest to give us enough room to fight? Um, well, every one of the cham- every pathway opens to a large chamber at some point. Okay. Um, for transitional offshoots, and so the mine carts can line up again. Okay. So they branch off again later on. Well, yes, but the short, short pathways that you could probably venture in a few minutes at a time. Hmm. I'm Let's either see. going downhill or level. All right. Um. How uh, how long does it take to typically walk to one of those big chambers from any of these paths? Uh, about an hour. About an hour. Okay. Give or so take I'm, a few minutes which path. All right. So I'm gonna hold on to that spell then. But yeah, let's pick a path and go. Cause uh, again, this thing's territorial. It will find us. I say we say level. That way we're not fighting on at a, a hill. At an incline, yeah. Cause if it gets the higher ground on us. All right. So the gold vein. It sounds like the nice level one. That's fine. All right. So the uh, the dwarves. Ask if you want them to be your rear guard or your vanguard. Rear guard. Rear guard, sure. Okay. I'll, I'll take points You front. two can go in the front. Yep. We'll be in the middle. Mm-hmm. And we got the rear guard. And they the clear- ask if they want, you all would want them, when this thing shows itself, do you want them to rush into the battle or to stay prepared for additional threats? Well, we only know. Like, do they the want, one. do you guys want them to stay as your rear guard if you guys get attacked in the front? Mm-hmm. Or do you want them to rush through your guys' formation and meet the thing? There's no reason to uh, sacrifice yourselves. If you think this thing is overwhelming, then just fall back and see how uh, we handle it. But if you, if it looks like we need the help, go ahead and rush on in. Uh, at this point, one of the dwarves kind of steps forward. And you notice that he has no melee weapons of any type, which is impressively unusual for a dwarf or warrior. Mm-hmm. They generally love themselves in combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, has been holstering over his shoulder almost like a lumberjack with his like mm-hmm. lumbering axe is a huge arbalist of a crossbow mm. and he kind of like sets it down in front of him this thing is as tall as he is damn uh, and it is gilded and gorgeous uh, and he says well I can help from wherever I am that sounds incredibly useful I just, I, hey didn't we have a half elf in our group over until recently where'd he go I know, right <laughs> Funny snuck away into the shadows again. Yeah. Who's to say? <laughs> they snuck away to make a real world. Hey man, whimsies yeah. are weird things. Yes, indeed. Most of the capitals. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that sounds good. So yeah, you should definitely be in the rear guard. And she's just looking at all the interesting. So uh, let's uh, let's get a uh, roster. Uh, we got one dwarven cleric uh, of the uh, ones that are joining us. We got one dwarven cleric, one ranger, two fighters. I assume. All right, that sounds good. Or two meleeists. Two meleeists. All right. Yeah, definitely. If we look like we're getting overwhelmed, please, by all means, join in. Yeah. Otherwise, don't put yourselves in harm's way. Well, do we want to actually split them up so the meleeists are actually up front, or no? No, they can stay as the rear guard until we hit some sort of trouble that they can intervene with. Okay. Now, the question of the day, is there any water down here? <laughs> so that our... Uh, so Warlock can go, fish. water! I guess yeah. we'll find out, right? 
And you can pretend to be a crocodile. For the first yeah, and I can actually use my swim speed. Yeah, yeah. Hey. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're never going to use that again. Watch. All right. All right. Let's that. go with that formation then. So. You guys are going to a rainforest next. Oh, that is true. I heard there's water there. Yeah, there's rain. It's in the name. You can use the fucking smog as the smog. <laughs> we even have miniatures this time. Look yeah. at us. We're we're like advancing in our D and D game. Courtesy of me, by the way. Lego men oh, are fantastic minis, by the way. That's that's a free tip. Yeah. Uh, so if you have lots of them and you'd like to play D and D, don't be afraid. <laughs> they they are kind of awesome. Just anyway. So you guys are ready? Formation set? Yep, formation set. Going down the gold vein pathway? Yeah, yep. let's keep level. That sounds like a really good plan. Okay. So you guys uh, proceed for, let's call it, ten minutes um, when there is a chasm before you. The, the pathway is completely mundane, as it has been. It's rather spacious. Let's call it 20 feet or so wide. And rather oval-esque in shape. Mm-hmm. So relatively low ceiling, but quite wide. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just, there's almost like a break in the path. Mm-hmm. Just as far as you've been looking one way or the other way, but like just a 15 foot wide gap. I can jump. Chasm. Um, I'm gonna ask our rear guard. Is this supposed to be here? Um, one of the the dwarves, the the one of the two melee dwarves, walks forward and sort of kneels down and like rests his hand along the edge and looks at it and like smudges some dust with his fingers and. No, this is very new. Within a day, new. Sundering Earth? Um, how deep That's not good. does it look? He uh, grabs a little like little bobble from his pocket and sort of like, like whispers at it, and it starts to glow. Just throws it down. <laughs> you don't want to fall down. Okay. Crash. <laughs> okay. He says, well, if meteors are good, that'd be about 120 feet. I can survive that. <laughs> oh, you can slow, yeah. I, I mean, slow fall. Slow I can survive fall. that. Like, but then, you know what you win? Being at the bottom of a 120-foot chasm. I can climb. Athlete, full climb That's speed. fine. Do any of us have any rope? I might. Some of you probably It's in the adventurer's kit, yes. <laughs> I've got an explorer's yeah. pack. Whatever yeah, that's that definitely got The point is, I'm not doing this. Yeah, I was about to say, if you want to go ahead, Tenchi, I won't stop Actually, you. I can jump it if we need to. That's Do you think we should turn around? Well, this does seem like pretty much a dead end. Um, it also seems like an ambush. It does seem like a really good ambush. I'm wondering if I want to use my detective evil now, or wait until I'll save the spell slot for, you know, combat. Wait. Yeah, it might be best to wait. Um, Is there any way that we could... It's a 15 gap, foot gap? Yes. <laughs> That's too hard for you. For some of you, yeah. yeah. Well, hmm. even if we were to yeah. jump it, I don't think we could convince all of the, the party members to, to swing okay. over on a rope. I asked yeah. the guards at this point, do, do all three of these tunnels meet up? No. So they're entirely separate. So I could tensor floating disc us over. Actually, I believe tensor floating disc needs to be at max oh, three feet off right. the ground. That's some pretty right. impressive knowledge, Blair. I'm sorry. Can I make a uh, arcana check on that? No. <laughs> so, sorry. We're, no, no, I thought we were out of character. No, no. You guys are planning in character to okay. handle a chasm. All right. 
Um, but yeah, no. If you cast Tempest Floating Disc and you change elevation, it falls down to be yeah. above. The and ground. you do take that fall damage. Uh, yeah, but you take. I think you take less. Like if you fall on the disc, mm-hmm. it's not so bad. Well, I say we. Well, here's another turn idea. Heal and go. I have thaumaturgy. I can make harmless tremors in the ground for. Just pretty much as a freebie. Um, we could use this to maybe hedge out anything that might be hiding in the stone. At the very what? least, it wouldn't. <laughs> just shake up the ground, see if anything's hiding in the vicinity, and draw it out. If nothing responds, then nothing's here, and then we can try another one of the uh, veins. Well, Do we really a... want to be fighting something next to a chasm? It's a fair point. I say we go around and try... Um, one of the other ones, even though I don't like going either uphill yeah. or downhill. Well, it's going to be an hour back to the other one, so... Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Oh, ten minutes? Yeah. It's yeah. an hour it's to only the... been about ten minutes. Uh, it's an hour to the, to the vestibule, the big bubble. If we really wanted to continue forward, we could have Tenchi jump it with a piece of rope. And that would be assuming I even make the jump. I mean, I can assuming make the that distance. you can make the jump, and it would also be assuming that everybody can do the... <laughs> the use rope to climb to, across. Well, not climb, swing across, but yeah. Well, it wouldn't There's be a swing. It's, it's, a, it's a straight jump. It's now, level. let's think about this. We have three branches. One of them goes down. It's probably going to run into the same chasm at some point. The other one goes up. Maybe it'll uh, overshoot the chasm, or maybe it will also be affected by the chasm. Do we know... I kind of peer my head around the corner of the chasm. Do I? Can I see how far it goes in one direction or the other? I bet you it's you pretty dark. dark vision. I don't. <laughs> then, no, then how far can you see with the torch light? Let's call I don't. It 60 feet. I don't, probably. 30 feet. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can see that it goes at least 30 feet. Okay. Fair. So, in that instance, yes, going down is bad. Going up would probably be a better option, although, you know, finding it. Although we might hit the same issue. It seems like this chasm might be something we have to cross one way or another. Is it possible that whatever has been attacking people created this chasm to keep things out of its territory? That is entirely possible. It might be creating, you know, division of some sort. Do we have a ladder? What? Fifteen foot Like, can we, can we, is there a ladder anywhere back along the lines? Like, I imagine this is like a fairly well-supplied construction route. Yeah, um, so you ask the dwarves? Yeah, is there like a ladder or a scaffold? Um, Yeah, the the cleric actually has a ledger. He's one of the chaplain of this mine, so he has a ledger of supplies on hand. So he asks that you give him a minute, to see what he can find. I hope this works. Because the shaft um, might have, well, it has the storeroom attached to it. So right. if they have a 15 or 20 foot ladder on this floor, that's where it'll be. Okay. And let's just hope it's, you know, before the chasm, not after it. Well, it would be at the shaft. Oh, okay. We're good then. Nope. Go ahead. Um, yes, he deserves that they have two 20 foot ladders in the storeroom. We could do that. Tenchi starts jogging back. So, I would say don't split the party, and let's all go back. That sounds good to me. Back in formation. About face, advance. Okay. So, you guys uh, go Ooh, go back to the shaft. Um, you notice... Uh, actually, what's what's passive perception for the group? I believe mine's uh, pretty low. It's a... Uh, ooh, it's a 13. That's actually not bad. 13 for me. Okay. Laura, what's your passive perception? Eight. I don't... It's underneath all of your... I, though, oh. she left it blank, I don't it's know what blank. it is. It's ten plus your uh, wisdom, right? Yes. Okay, great. So ten. Ten. 
Eleven. Okay, so yeah. you two thirteen boys are gonna notice um, that there is a a a line of like five foot along one of the walls, almost like a vein of it, mm-hmm. uh, like an artery vein mm-hmm. on skin. Mm-hmm. Um, although it wouldn't be an artery at that point, would it? Anyway, um, my loose understanding of anatomy aside, for metaphorical sake, um, let's call it like a wavering line. Mm-hmm. Uh, about five feet long, along mm-hmm. one of the walls mm-hmm. of rubies, just like growing out of the stone. I kind of just like run my hand across it. Okay. I, I uh, ask the dwarves if those have always been there. Take two points of slashing damage because Oof. the gemstones are very sharp. Oof. <laughs> well, live and learn, I suppose. Sorry. I ask the rest of the dwarves. If those have always been there. Um, one of the, the the ranger dwarf walks over. And uh, let, like lays his crossbow near and sort of pulls out a monocle and inspects it for a moment. Never seen rubies of this size just grow out of nowhere, but that seems to be the case. I'm just like my finger on. So, they're new. Quite. Mm-hmm. Can you tell how new? Younger than you, which is weird for a ruby the size of your fist. That's the my fist or your fist. Doesn't really matter at this point. <laughs> so, wow. So this thing might be creating things. <coughs> Maybe this thing's not so bad after all. Well, <laughs> now, he is, is turning people into paste. So uh, yeah, but... Is there anything else notable about these rubies besides the fact of their expedient? They're sharp. <laughs> yeah. other, other than... The fact that they were not there when you guys walked through this pathway ten minutes ago. Oh. Okay. Are they continuing to grow? Like, can we look at them for How half a moment and just watch them expand? How long are you willing to wait? Probably a couple minutes. I'm thinking not even a minute, like 30 seconds. Um, just kind of keep my over eye Over the course it. of 30 seconds of just, like, steadily watching the ruby. Mm-hmm. Like, at the very, like, tip of the, what you would call, like, veiny line, Mm -hmm. a small ruby punctures through the stone. Almost like growing bamboo. Like that. This thing is trying to... I feel like it's setting up a barrier. A barrier of rubies. Wouldn't it be faster, though? Hmm? Wouldn't it be faster than that, though? Maybe it's just... Have you ever tried growing a mineral? Maybe it's just a waste product. Maybe it's unintentionally (laughs) creating... Gems. By the way, they're still growing. By the time we come back through here, do we want to use the prob- trouble? Hmm? Do you want to use the trouble? We can save that for. Oh, when you we mean have the tremor? Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's harmless tremors, which means that it would have no actual effect. Okay. We're it would make noise. It would make right vibrations, there. but it would not like shatter those gemstones. Well, no, I'm not expecting it to shatter the gemstones. I'm thinking if it's actually a trail left behind by the creature. Gotcha. Either way, these things are growing. They grew within the, what, ten minutes that we were uh, heading down that pathway. By the time we get back, they're probably going to be even bigger. So we should get those ladders and hurry, and we should not expect an easy path back. This thing's probably going to lock us in. Okay. Yay! We're going to a supply room anyway. We can get some, like, pickaxes. Picks. Pickaxes. Hammers. Don't worry. I'll carry yours. Ah, man. You can't fucking bottle the ire of Lauren's face. That's great. Hey, question. I'm a tiny person. It's fine. How much does a pickaxe weigh? Can she mage hand that shit? 
You, you know what? It's funny. Uh, yes, but you know what you could break with a mage hand pickaxe swing? Fucking paper. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Just because a, a mage hand can lift a thing, yeah, it's gonna swing it with the with the force of it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually. Well, I'm sitting there wielding to Well, hey, uh, worst case scenario, if we get stuck and we survive. <coughs> We might be rich with rubies. Yeah, I mean, you know, that'd be a great way out of Alcatraz. Just mage hand a spoon. So wait, are rubies spent in the same way gold is? Um, rubies tend to carry a heftier uh, value than gold. Just because of their yeah. rarity and... Uh, okay, so... You guys go back to the storeroom. Let's get the storeroom. Let's okay. hustle. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, minus five to your passive perceptions. Okay. And you guys move at full pace. Mm -hmm. uh, full, full movement speed. Mm -hmm. So you guys run back. The uh, the the shaft is there mm -hmm. still. Like it hasn't been called away. That's good. Um, it takes a while to call away. Apparently, <laughs> um, it would be destroyed. But and uh, and the storeroom is accessible. And one of the dwarves takes his key, opens the storeroom. It's a quite expansive warehouse-sized room, kind of like a lane and a half of an IKEA, or not an IKEA, of a Costco. <laughs> um, so it's about sixty feet wide. Yeah. It's yeah. It's pretty big. Cool. Let's get ladders, uh, rope, torches. Do we need anything else? Pickaxes. Pickaxes. Possibly hammers. Do they have, like, lantern helmets? No. Okay. I think it might be something they might yeah. have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, and flint and tinder to light the torches, just in case. Should I have that? Whether you do or not, we should definitely have extras. The dwarves offer to carry all these items. Oh, hey. Handy. Yay. Yes. Because I don't want you guys to have to write a bunch of temporary bullshit items on your character sheet. Sounds good to me. I wouldn't but, have anyway. But yeah, I know. <laughs> Much right. less I don't want you guys being like ten sessions later, be like, I take out my pickaxe. Be like, from where? The Dwarven Capital City. It's like, I kept God it. God damn it. It's like keeping that item at the beginning that you never have any use for until you've realized. Oh, oh, I got fun stories yeah. about that, oh, but we'll get to that later. Fucking <laughs> players. Players are shit. I right? put on my top hat. You don't own a top hat. Well, you didn't say I didn't own a top hat. So I put on my top hat. <laughs> Fuck you, Nick Foster. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. If you're listening. <laughs> okay, so brainstorm, is there anything else we might need to bring with us? Do they have dynamite down here? No. Or no, explosive powder or anything. I got you. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. No, no. Elder's she, blast times no, no, She's not dynamite, she's dynamite. Dynamite. Ba -da -ba. <laughs> I love that movie. Anyway, I'm not sure. Uh, Okay, so you guys get your rope, you pickaxes, your torches, torches and two and ladders, two you said? twenty foot ladders. Good enough. Okay. That way, if this ladder somehow uh, disappears, we have another one to get back. All right. <laughs> and by the time you guys make it back to where the rubies were before, mm -hmm. half of the wall, half of the uh, passage is in encrusted with a foot thick wall of ruby. Yeah, it's that definitely sealing itself in. Yeah. Yep. Just for flavor. Uh, how flawless are these rubies? Rough. They're rough. They're rough rubies. <laughs> <laughs> I like the occasionally there is like a f a flaw. What is the fucking word for like almost flawless? Flawed. Semi perfect. Yeah. Well, occasionally, how can you be semi perfect? Occasionally there is like very pretty translucent, yeah. see-throughable ruby, but the majority of it is very rough and crusty. All right. Opaque. Carbon in it. Yes. Okay, so we should fully expect that if we are uh, have to turn tail and run for any reason, we're gonna we're hit a dead end. All right, this seems to be our best option. So let's hurry up and get the entire party through. 
Got the supplies through okay. and get back to the chasm. Okay. And don't touch the rubies. Yep. Don't touch the rubies. <gasps> you guys get to the chasm soon yep. enough. Yep. Um, nothing has changed. Okay, good. Still 15 feet across. We'll pop down the ladder, and probably our most dexterous people should go first. Have fun, Tenchi. I'll test it. Is uh, our acrobat check? Sure. <sighs> Which I'm proficient in. 10 plus 2 plus my dexterity. That's a 15. Too. Yeah. You walk across <sighs> the ladder. Damn it, I just got rid yeah. of the glass. <laughs> Who's next? Um, so I'm going to tie a rope around my waist. That's and actually a good idea. And then make it to on the other side. Alright, you are now holding a rope. That's a very good Attached idea. Attached to me. Please don't drop me. <laughs> okay. I actually kind of like do one of sure. these where I tie the right rope around my back and holding one end and one end. Probably did better than I did. You're not proficient. Mage Hand is a... Uh, Cantrip, right? Yes. Oh, good. So you can use as much as you want. Okay, so I got a 15. You walk across the ladder. Okay. I didn't drop you. Yay. Mage hand the rope back, and we'll do this. It seems safer. Sure. Use protection, folks. Yes. I mage hand the rope to you. Okay, great. Cantrips. I was laughing at the use protection. Yep. Go for it. That was pretty fucking good. All right. This is going to be good. And this is just... Uh, acrobatics? Yes. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> hey, 17. God damn. You walk across. <laughs> I even give it a little <laughs> flare. It, it might right? creak a little bit, but... <laughs> I definitely want that rope. Alright, so... I'm each hand the rope back to you. Alright, yeah. with the rope, what's your acrobatics? Somebody's gonna fail. 16. Okay. Yeah. okay. Now the four uh, the rear guards wharves. The dwarves... I'll walk across. <laughs> that couldn't have gone better. Alright, you should probably put that rope back in your bag because Tenchi's just kind of holding it, looking dumb. I assume that it was part of the hmm? store room rope. Oh, yeah, probably. So back into the dwarves bag. There you yeah. go. <laughs> and then we're going to pull the ladders um, across. We can probably just leave this one here. No, we don't have to take it with them. Right. No, I mean, like, leave it yeah. against the wall. We don't yeah, have to yeah, yeah that's what so that when we come yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, we should probably take one of them one. with us in case we come across Yeah, we can have two. Who knows? So. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got about 30 minutes left on that. Okay. Let's go, then. Yeah, I know. Kinda, I <laughs> didn't plan that, right, did you? She cast an armor of Agathis spell on herself. That's a ritual, though. Yeah. Actually, it la- does, doesn't it last longer if you cast at a higher level? That's I feel like out. it should. In all honesty, I'd be super copacetic with saying that it lasts two hours if you use the second level. It doesn't say anything about that. I'm okay with doubling its duration since you doubled its spell slot. Thank you. Okay. Um, I'm okay with that as well. It it makes absolute numerical sense. Sure does. You get like, what, one second level spell a day? Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason I'm like, well, it's been 65 minutes since you cast (laughs) the spell. So, in short terms, you're fucked. (laughs) Now, you guys proceed for another half hour, Mm -hmm. uh, and then there is a opening that leads into what is obviously a much larger room. Mm -hmm. Can I, on this journey, kind of look out for more rubies? That would be a passive perception. Okay. Um, Even if I'm actively... If you're actively doing it, then you guys are going to move slower. Then, yeah, I guess just passive. Okay. I mean, I feel like if we're going to find those rubies, they're going to be, like, smack in our face. Probably. At this point. Or at least their passive perception will be good enough to see it, because it was before. Okay. So... 
should I roll for that? Or? No, no, if, if it's your passive perception, then it's just whatever that passive number is. Okay, well, I've got an 11 to yeah. passive. And my point is that you guys don't see any. Okay. All right. Between there and here. All right, so we're in this big room. What is it? Like, what is it? Okay, yes. do you walk into the room, or are you just like... Because as far as I... I didn't want to make you guys walk into the room unless you were ready to. I, mean, so I go ahead and withdraw my... Uh, uh, th- this is Dark Warhammer. is a fog wall. Mm-hmm. So I touch oh, the fog wall. Yeah. Right. Warhammer and shield. I'm, I'm ready for war. Right. I hold yeah. my torch just like a little bit higher. Right. Just to give us... It is a, it is a huge uh, dome-like chamber mm-hmm. um, with a series of minecart rails going to all the like six or eight subways from this large chamber. Um, there's the occasional mine cart mucking about being all rusted in place and lack of use. Eat the bug. Protein. Vegetarian. Ah, shit, you're right. <laughs> hey, man, it was vegetarian or wine, it counts. I have tofu in my dinner. I'm good on uh, protein. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so you guys walk into this room? Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's nothing else Walk to in. All right. That is, you see what I've already described. It's maybe mm-hmm. 30 foot tall at the pinnacle of the dome. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is, let's just say, six other, or seven other uh, passageways from this chamber, um, all of which have a minecart rail. The dwarven cleric of the four dwarves that have accompanied you tells you that each of these subsidy pathways probably are only a five-minute walk or so. Okay. Do they have a dead end? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, maybe they ended a chasm. Hey, uh, Ah. artistic question for you. Um, I have thermoturgy, and it specifically says I can change the color of uh, torchlight. Uh Would you argue? Could I argue that a white torchlight would cast more light than, say, the normal fire one? You could absolutely argue that. I'm, I'm going to cast on the torchlight, okay. just because. And, and you make it a white flame? Yes. It is no more important or impressive than any other colored light. All light, all, all colored light. Hashtag light matters. matters. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag fire matters. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I'm going to do a uh, perception Work check to see if there for are me. any other gems growing out of the wall, okay. usually, in any other places. Um, eight. Nailed it. Also, you, see... you rolled the wrong die. Oh, that is a wrong, the wrong die. <laughs> well, I, I just know. rolled one. I just picked one. Five. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Thanks, Fredo. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, no, you don't. Sorry, not sorry. Particularly abnormal. Okay. Oh. Just well, let's uh, around, I guess. pick one and go with it. Uh, Tenshi, pick a number between one and ten. Do you know all the way to ten? Let me try. Ruthless. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know my intelligence score is eight. I have a minus one penalty. It's entirely likely I can't go above ten. That's <laughs> which is why I gave you a hard limit. I'd say you could count to twenty, pretty reasonably. Twenty-two. Uh. Can't do a lot of the uh, crown. Uh, should be back in the cabinet. Uh, just goes, uh, DM's drink of the night, uh, <laughs> crown oh. oil, maple, and a monster, because fuck it. With orange. a splash of orange something, right? Orange Malibu rum. Uh, Frodo's drink of the night for monks everywhere is a gin and tonic. And I suck at making them. G and T's. 
like, all of my friends can make better GNTs than I can, and I love them for it. So, you pick which path makes? Six. Six. So, six six from the left? Yes. Six. You didn't tell me which direction. You You just picked the right direction. So, yeah, you guys will take the second one from the right. Okay. Um, So, as you guys line up to go down that pathway, there is a massive tremor that echoes and rumbles through probably the entire mountain. Does it, like, cause us to, like, come unbalanced a little bit? Yes. Um, athletic or acrobatics check, whichever you prefer. Oh, yeah, that'll do. Uh, that is a solid 24 there, bud. Uh, dwarf, you don't need to make this check. Oh, okay. Oh, stone. I feel that a dwarf would never get unsettled by an earthquake. Oh, I'm, I'm biased towards dwarves. Fine. Why I decided to play? Acrobatics. 17 acrobatics? <laughs> 24 total. 24 for acrobatics. Acrobatics? Uh, 16 acrobatics. Alright, you guys all managed to hold your ground from the shaky uh, vibrations, uh, including the dwarven uh, rear guard. I was like, ah, it's good to be old. Ah, is it? Oh, um, what? You're just so lovely. All of the pathways suffer cave ins. Mm hmm. Oh, shit. All of them? All of them. All Have of them. we gone down the sixth one yet? No, we no, were about to. You guys to. were walking towards it okay. when these cave-ins occurred. Okay. Eh, so that one coming. Tenchi just kind of, like, leans the torch up against the wall at that point, and he's just, like... Uh... And from the center of the room, a huge outburst of stone flies into the air. Oh. And what crawls from the uh, the the hole in the ground, you could simply describe it as a fucking gigantic mole, but that would be way too cute and not distressing enough. What if it was a naked mole? Those are kind of really fucking creepy. Agreed. Giant badger mole from Avatar. No. Because those are really cute. Copyright infringement. Oh, also that. Yeah. Let's go with that. It is a giant mole with mole-like creature, I should say. With a, with a prominent and short snout. Um, Does it have the little thing? Yeah. Not, not like a, not like a star-nosed sure. mole, but yeah, it has little whiskers and little thing nose. It is a little cute. Um, <laughs> if you'd like uh, It'd be mammals. cute if it wasn't trying to kill us. Yeah, it would be cute if it didn't So far, have, it hasn't tried to kill us yet. great swords for claws, uh, you know, shards of stone and gem and its thick fur. Does it look like it made out of rock? No. Ooh. Are the gems rubies? Does it matter? <laughs> does it matter? It, it, it is not. It is not. Well, she's trying to make correlations between the uh, rubies and this guy. I think. I'm um, pretty sure we cover. And while some of the gemstones on its hide are rubies, it is not like defined as a ruby hided creature. For example. Is it very chromatic and pretty? Uh, the gemstones, absolutely. Yeah. Its eyes are black and smoldering. Though. Funny, I was expecting blonde. Um. Well, they're like black. Like great white eyes. shark pits of just murder. Okay. Terrifying. Okay. He's towering over me. Um, means I'm already afraid. Oh, it, <laughs> does it seem hostile? I mean, yeah, I know yeah, it just it, popped up on it, us. It, I had a thing for this. <coughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds hostile. That's the noise it makes. I cast Sacred Flame on it. No, you go into initiative. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take that. Nat 20. Nat Thank 20. You. Ooh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> that
Thank God for advantage. <laughs> I'm never taking those hand wraps off. Pardon my noobishness. What's up? What do I add for... Just your dex mod. Okay. Yeah. That is a solid six. Hold tight. Hold on. Hold on a sec. I'm going to put the rear guard dwarves on zero. Sounds good. Cool. Yeah. Hopefully we won't need them. But if we do... I feel like we're going to... No, I'm just like making sure I've got my list copacetic. That's a good word. I agree. I love that word. Bork, your initiative. Six. Ogden. Twenty. Nat. Tenchi. Uh, twenty-three total with a nat twenty. Vin. Eight. Not in that eight tonight. Or at least it's loving you. Don't hate the eight, man. No one loves eight. Don't hate the eight. Um... I just realized uh, the election date's on there. Hmm. I don't think that was intentional. But no, definitely we not. don't live in Earth here. We don't have to worry about its politics. Yeah, yeah, we I'll do sorry. have to live about worry about Yazar politics, which yes. is weirder. <laughs> so, Tenchi, you you're up first. Do we want to use the battle mat? Uh, yes. All right, let's do it. Uh, is this too big to act as the? Uh... No, that's a good size. Oh, for the creature? Yeah. I'll right, we'll get four more for the new guard. Here you go. No, we gotta use these, because these are, uh... They'll be these guys. Oh, yeah, don't use that one. Uh, here. You can use this marker to mark with. As Thank I throw it at everyone else, but... She's, the she's trying to draw the circle, I thought. Yeah, oh, that's hey. what it was. Oh! Yeah, it me a pencil. <laughs> I was like, what? Wow. One of us is smart. I'm not gonna tell you who. Hint, it should it's be Lauren. pretty simple. Hint, it's out. Lauren. Right. So go ahead and center the beast. Uh, and you all are near the green-tipped uh, Sharpie. I think your axe is too heavy. Let's just do that. I have a halberd in the, uh, in the drawer up there if you want to use that instead. Yeah, that's fine. All right, that'll work. Then I guess that would put the rear guard in front of us, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. Okay with that. Just don't need a wall in front of that. I fish. saw movement in your backyard, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Oh, it's a like, dog. It's a really dog. big squirrel. <laughs> Biggest raccoon I've ever seen. Uh, she was begging to go out, so I let her out. No, no, I could. She was begging for scratchy job. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, Tenchi, you're up. Hmm. Are you going to run up and hit it? I'm not sure I think I'm going to play this one a little bit smarter. Considering I don't have anything I can do other than punch it. <laughs> I don't want its attention to be on me. I'm actually going to run around to this side over here. And I am going to... I forget, can I drop into a defensive stance in this? Mm, for an action, yeah. Yeah, as as my action, I'm going to drop into a defensive stance. And it's the dodge action, is what it is. Yeah, I'm going to set up dodge action. So, that creature has disadvantage on its next attack against you, if made before your next one. Yeah. Alright, Ogden. Alright. First and foremost, going to cast Shield of Faith on myself as a first level spell. Sure. Is that augmentable? 
Actually, hold on. Let me look that up. Right I don't think it is, but let's find out. Is it winnable? Augmentable. Or, uh, like casting at a higher level? Casting at a higher level, yeah, exactly. Sorry, we've been playing with Psyonox in the other campaign. That's what's called Shield of Faith. Uh, nope, it is just plus two uh, bonus to AC. So, buff up my AC a little bit and run up into melee with this thing. Okay. And that's my turn. So, my AC is now sitting at a uh, 23, I believe. Yeah, 23. Alright. Next. It is the creature's initiative. <laughs> hey, we got there. Um, so at the start of its turn, it sort of leans its head down to the ground, mm -hmm. and then it rears its back up as if to showcase its hide, like the top of its back. Mm -hmm. Um kind of like a cat arching its back, except its head is down. Hmm, interesting. And you all can see an array of ten large, prominent gemstones on its back. I feel like that number is very And nine of them recede, and one of them pushes forward and is more prominent oh, in the light. Mm -hmm. um, does anyone want to make a reaction check to discern what the gemstone is? I can. And I have stone cutting. <laughs> it is a transparent, pale green Brown, blue, oh sorry, it is a transparent pale green gemstone. So, pale green, like like a peridot or jade? Like a check would tell you. <clears throat> Eighteen, and I have times two on stone cutting, so that gives me a total of twenty-four. It is a tourmaline. Tourmaline, cool. All right, it's pointing its tourmaline at me. And then it will make its breath attack in a 30-foot cone in front of it, facing the group of you. Yes, Sheep. that is what it looks like. Wait, am I in the middle of that? I see a bird. I'm fairly yeah. certain the only person <laughs> not hit by this cone is you. <laughs> oh, so it's going to just bleh. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll, it'll, it'll hit three of the dwarves, mm -hmm. and Bork and Ben. Oh, out Ogden? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're too much on the side. All right, sounds good. Um, so... Everyone caught in the blast will make a um, acrob a dex saving throw. Two of the doors will pass, one of the doors will fail. It's kind of like a uh, Not quite. So for a dex saving throw, it's just, if we don't have a proficiency in it, is it's it just... just your dex mod plus the dice roll. Okay. Fork? 17. Okay. 13. All right, you guys both pass, so you'll take half damage. <laughs> And it will deal 3d10. You may decide now, before I roll damage, to use your servant. No. I guess not if that's the haft. Okay, it dealt a total of 12 damage. Woof. <laughs> Which means um, it gets six. 10 back. Okay. From my... From an attack? Nice! And don't forget, you have the temporary hit points to subtract from as well. Yeah. And keep in mind, it's, what, six hit points for them? Because they take out? I already halved the damage. It was 24. Oh, mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. That's, that's rough, buddy. <laughs> kind of, yeah. That's rough. <laughs> and then it will almost glide across the stone floor as if it was mud ten feet back. 
So let's see if it moves right there. Yeah, just Would that be bit. 10? Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, we can't take attacks of opportunity without the feet, right? You can. Oh, I can? Well, then I'm going to attack of opportunity yet. Sure. That's 16 plus my... Uh-oh. Where is it? Ah, there it is. Plus four. 20 total. You hit it. Roll damage. 28. Bludgeoning. Six plus two for my strength. Eight damage total. Okay. Thunk. And this is just bludgeoning? Yes. Okay. All right. It is now Vin's initiative. Okay. Oh, yeah, never mind. I missed an opportunity to do something. Go ahead. <coughs> So I, it, is it, is your, okay. it is your initiative. Um, I am going to Eldritch Blast it, I okay. guess. Oh, yes. Um, so I rolled a 1. I'm going to use Lucky and re-roll it. Okay. Now that's a better. Uh, 17 plus 5. That'll hit. So, yep. Okay, and then what do I roll? You roll your regular damage dice, plus 10. Okay. Because you're still holding the thingy. Yep. Mm. Okay, so 15? 15? Uh, total? Yes, total. Okay. Just like have have it has as every eldritch blast blast has been since you've had this shard, just a huge ball of wrecking gilded energy just slams into this thing. Would uh, my um <coughs> would my armor of Agathis get any boost from the gym? It was supposed to, and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Next, is that it for you? Do you want to move? Um, I can't really move very far, but... You, you can actually move either through side. allies. Yeah. Through allies. Yeah. I'm going to move there. Maybe. I don't know if that's better. If you, if, the thing is that you used a cone breath weapon, so separating might be good. Yeah. Uh, then, I think that's probably as far as I can move. I don't have a very big movement. Bork, your initiative. All right. I have to fix your helmet. I'm sorry. I'm going... To what you call it, the vow of. You have to be ten feet away. Am I not ten feet away? Well, you are not ten feet away. Fifteen, twenty feet. Your vow of I hate you. Is that a free action or, or a bonus action? Sure. It's a bonus. Yeah, it's okay, a bonus. so, so move. Yeah, I'm gonna it. move. Up to melee range. <coughs> I'm gonna vow to kill this freaking thing, mm-hmm. so I get advantage. Okay, advantage on attacks. Nice. Yeah. Um, and we'll freaking hit it. Divine smack this bitch. Right. So that everybody gets frost damage. frost damage. So that is my damage for that. That's the divine smite. And I think that's all I have right there. Okay. That's 10, that's 15, mm. and then 3, so 18. 
Damage. She smited it, so we all get uh, frost yes. enchantments. The, the, the group of you, not the dwarves. Yeah. It only affects us, because we were cut by it. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> the dwarves are not affected by that benefit. But they are probably surprised by it. Yeah, sorry, you said how much damage was it? It was 18. Now, do I get the benefit? Like I don't get the benefit of that frost damage. I'm sorry? I do not get the benefit yeah. of that frost damage. I just get the skills. Yes. Okay. And they have it know. for the rest of the fight. Nice. Cool. That's pretty awesome. Okay. I can't wait till we get more crystals and we stack different element types on there. Yeah. Assuming we even get that kind of stuff. The uh, yeah. dwarf with the arbalest is going to simply shoot this beast. By the way, crossbow. Oh, hey, nice. Yeah. And deal 10 damage to it. Thunk. You sound so excited. I just love kicking my own ass. <laughs> Seems to be a running theme for you. Yeah. At least he's consistent. Um, the dwarf cleric is going to cast uh, heal, cure or cure wounds on orc. Yeah, buddy. And you're going to receive seven hit points back. Yeah. Um, the dwarf meleeists are going to uh, rush the creature on either side of it. I don't do by that. Okay. Yeah. And you should take an attack on it. I can't the damage. Isn't that blanking? Uh, yeah. Is. One is going to miss somehow, so and that one's going to hit. By the way, little creature, now flanked. Yep. Nice. Yep. <laughs> and deal nine damage. Okay. Well, actually, yeah, these squares over here are flanking. Mm-hmm. Well, but these because we can't get in there, no. Can't actually get in this space over here. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, up I'm it. counting it as taking up that space. So oh, okay. You could go on the next square past its. Okay, okay. I thought it was just going to be that four by four. Not the base, no. But that it's, it's actual size. All right. Okay. Initiative resets. <clears throat> um, it, it is going to take a lair, a legendary lair action. What? There, in fifth edition, there are such things called lair actions. Where once per initiative order, the creature who owns the layer may take Ooh. a layer action. Uh, these are generally different effects that are sort of iconic to the character. <coughs> and uh, its layer action is going to choose from the list and choose uh, Chasm. It That's is going to cause an earthquake, shifting these creatures ten feet this way. And let's and shift everyone else 10 feet that way. And go ahead and expand We're the room. We're up against the wall. Oh. We're going to need more pencils. And can we draw a 5-foot chasm in the middle there? Oh, 5-foot, that's not good. No, but it's not like... It's but now we have a pit to fall in. It's not ignorable. Powerbomb so, in with the chasm? Diagonal? The no. Straight across. This way? Yeah. The entire length of the room. Oh. Or width, I should say. Diameter? Diameter. Well, it is a diameter chasm, but it is going the entire width of the room. So now there is a chasm, and you all have been separated from one of your dwarven allies. Uh-oh. Steve, no! Steve! <laughs> Tenchi, your initiative. You got this. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 
Don't you have stuff on the wind? Yep, I was about to say, how, how, how far can I get? And the answer is yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can. So, I'm going to just... Doubles my movement speed. Shift this way. And well, then move that way. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, can we just say that me getting across that is like a non-dice roll thing? <laughs> um, no. Or do you want me to roll that? You will have to make an acrobatic check. You are very likely going to make that acrobatic check. Unless you like trip. Right. Mm. Uh, five, plus my two, plus my three, that's ten, ten total. <laughs> yeah, if I recall correctly, uh, a horizontal distance of five feet is a DC of five, right? Okay. Or something like that. Yeah, I've... so unless you botch, you're probably alright. Dude, have yes. you met me? Yes. <laughs> have you met me? He almost did. Yes. Don't take this yeah. from me. Don't take this from me. It almost did. <coughs> uh, so yeah, that's my bonus action and my move action. You're going to take the attack action, I assume? Uh, I'm going to take that double attack action, yep. Right, attack with martial arts. Yep. Two. Plus five, so that's a 14. And a 21. The 21 hits. Okay. 24 plus three plus... So that's four, plus another 1d4 from the cold thing? Right? Yeah, 1d4 cold. There's my four. So, eight total. Well, how yeah. much of it was cold? Four. Half it. Okay, so two. So how much? Six then? Yes. Okay. Ow, guys, it's like punching a rock! I wonder why. If only. Um, alright. It is now Ogden's initiative. Hmm. Well, unfortunately, enhance ability is also a concentration, so I'd lose my uh, uh, shield of faith if I did that. So I'm not going to do that. You can't magic hammer either, can you? No, I can't magic hammer. So what I am going to do is, before I even start moving, cast Guiding Light on the uh, creature. Okay. So if it hits, that gives the next melee attack, or just advantage. attack advantage. So... Mm. The next attack on it, advantage? Yes. Good, since it ends up next. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, shit, I'm gonna get wrecked. Uh, guiding Bolt, there it is. So now I have a plus five to hit. That's probably not gonna hit. What is it? I got an eight. Nope. Ah, okay. So, how does the run action... Or uh, dash work in this. Do I need like a twenty foot starting space no. in order to well, jump this thing? To no. jump, I think you need a ten, ten foot, foot running start, or five for me because I have athletics. Yeah, and I don't. So I'm thinking I'm gonna need to move back. I have to move back and then five feet of my uh, my movement speed, then run forward five, ten, fifteen, twenty, and that would be my maximum movement. Okay. So and then try and jump that five foot chasm. So this is gonna be ass. Athletics, I believe, because that's better for me. So, athletics. Whew! That was kind of scary. Uh, 17. Nice. Hey, I, I got short, stubby legs. I'm kind of scared about yeah. jumping. You're also wearing full plan yeah. This, oh, yeah. Is there armor check penalty in this? There is. Yeah. For deck saving throws, you have disadvantage. But thankfully, that was a strength check. Right. <laughs> the shoes. But that's for being sneaky. Yeah. That's for being sneaky. Yeah. 
Okay, so I jump it, and Not that's... Not for dex saving but for dex skill checks, it's a disadvantage. Okay, that's my turn. Now I jump the chasm. Okay, <clears throat> next is the creature. It is going to lurch its back up again. The, uh, the tourmaline is going to recede into its hide. And then another crystal, a transparent yellow-green uh, gem, is going to push forward. Would you like to make a check on that? Yes, please. Wow, that was awful. That was all of uh, eight. Hmm? Eight. Uh, you've seen this gem before. It's a, it's a crystal. Chrysoberyl. Chrysoberyl, okay. If you want the wording on it, that's what it, that's what it is. Well, I can just look at it. I, I think get your get your meme box out of here. Anyway, um, yeah. So if that gem st- uh, protrudes forward. No, that's a crystal gem. <laughs> and it is going to the creature is it's, is going to uh, disengage. Do I get? That's why it's disengaging. Okay. It's going to slide back this direction and uh, shoot a line breath. Through the four of you. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, that's the. Okay. This cool. one right here. Mm-hmm. The, oh, pretty. It is going to spew forth. By the way, we're going to get. Yeah. Ready the two right. of you, that uh, one of the melee dwarves do, do, and do. Bork are all in the line breath effect of a poison line. Am I? Yes. Yes. Wait. It I is mean, it's pretty feet. far away. It. I don't 10, even. 20, 30, It only hits me. Okay. Ten. When it had the green yeah, these guys stone are just and out. it did a cone um, damage, mm-hmm. what was the type of damage for the green? Uh, 10d6 of it was fire. Sorry, 1d6 of it was fire. 1d6 of it was cold. And 1d6 of it was thunder. Ooh, neat. Interesting. Okay, thank you. Sorry, were you resistant to that? No, I'm just okay. curious. I'm writing down notes. She's keeping like mental checks. All right, yeah. So, Tenji, you get blasted with a breath making... Dex. Dex. Save. And I need a save too. No. 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 no, actually, you're just out of its range. Okay. It could have five foot adjusted and then had you, but oh well. 14? It's not very smart. You fail. God damn it. <coughs> oh, this one's stronger than the last one. It's a line. Oh, it's a line. Okay. Last one's a cone. You take three poison damage, make a constitution save. 18. Uh, wait, hold on. 18, 19 total. Okay. You take three uh, damage from the uh, vapors. How are you doing, Tenchi? <coughs> it's not great, but it's better than the fish. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so that's its initiative. Yeah. <coughs> Why is it always bad smelling stuff? Pew pew. <laughs> Oh my god, I rolled a one again. I'm gonna use lucky to yeah. re-roll my one. You can do that once per round? I think I just it's get to unlimited. do it. Yeah. Because That's I've got that too. You have dumb. to roll one. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. You have lucky? I well it's not lucky, but I have something that's like that. Um I get to roll it on an attack. The DM explicitly banned lucky turn. at the beginning. Yeah, I banned the lucky feed. Yeah, it's not it's that, it's okay, something good. else. Okay. Oh, no, you have it for great weapon fighting. It's if you roll a one on your damage a die. Roll a one, one or a, or a two, two on your damage dice, you roll it again. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. In 
Make sure you don't roll fucking twos and ones on your great axe, you know? It's to keep because it... Because that's stupid. Because it sucks. Yeah, it really does. It's like rolling nothing but ones on a fireball. Oh, net 20! Alright, critical. Right? It's nice. also at, um... What is it? Everybody's got advantage on it now. Why? Something you did. Mm-hmm. No, I missed my um, guiding bolt. So that means it just maxes my die? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Maxes your dice. So that's going to be 23? Yep. It just takes a fucking pew pew. Of damage. So saith the warlock. I'm pretty sure it just went. <laughs> 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 Ow, mother. <laughs> if it could speak, it'd be swearing at you. Yeah. We don't know if it can speak. Or All that's it did was roar. Um, uh, is that your initiative? Would you like to move or. <laughs> Um, my languages. My languages. Out of the line. <laughs> I guess I'll just move like a little bit this way. Right there. Yeah. I mean, I'm still kinda. Oh yeah, I speak Terran and Ignan. Okay. Just in case. How many languages do you speak? I got a lot. I got common, dwarven, Terran, and Ignan. I've been speaking Elvish this common, whole time. So like, yeah, you have been. I think you just don't speak any languages. <laughs> no, dude, my intelligence uh, modifier is uh, plus I mean, one, and I get you Terran speak and Ignan. Dwarven, unless you was like a really, really bad dwarf. Who? Who's a alkalite of the most dwarven of the gods? Yeah. So he's a poser. What? <laughs> Come over here and say that to my face, Tenchi. Sorry, I can't crouch down that far. Ooh. Savage. Alright, well. I kneecap <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, back to business. <laughs> Is it? Alright, um, going to use my bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark. Nice. On okay. this thing. Alright. And can I. Jump over there and still attack him. Do you, well, What's your movement, movement speed? You have? You're 30, right? 10, yes. 20, no. 30. Uh, no, you'd be just out of its range. Unless this well, is its range out here. No, I think it's I on these four right here. A javelin. You would have to ready that weapon, which is its own thing. If she got here, that's mm-hmm. within five. Oh, okay, cool. This thing is taking up, like... These nine like, squares. Oh, oh, okay. so it's a huge creature. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Okay, so I can run up and hit it as long as I make the jump. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so, so roll higher than a five, hopefully. Don't jinx me, please. <laughs> Ten. You did it. You did it. Okay. I did it, Dad. So now I'm going to hit it, and I've got advantage. Or you have you advantage. Bonus yeah, I've got advantage because I've got my bow killing it. That's a 17. And you get bonus damage. It's 11. The 17 is actually a plus 5, so okay. It's enough. Okay, I'll that, and then my d6 because I really vowing to kill it with Hunter's Mark. That's a really cool die. It is a bone die. No, this is antler. Antler, I'm sorry. I do not have bone yet, goddamn them. Um, We've had this conversation. Not that you're salty can we put you on popcorn? <laughs> we don't have to worry about screwing up the internet connection this time. Hey. Hey. Okay, so that is six, two, and three. So five plus six. Five plus six. Eleven. Eleven. Eleven damage? Plus your strength? Oh, you yeah. already added in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bap it about the face for eleven damage. Bap it, Give it a bit. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. I rolled a two on my, my great axe thing, Ooh. so I get to re-roll it. <laughs> Great weapon damage. Good catch. What'd you roll? Nine. Much better. Nine. <laughs> Seven more damage. Yeah. I got it. Better. That's what you did. You did better. Alright, good job. It is the dwarves' initiative. Um, the <laughs> cleric dwarf is going to cast Cure Wounds on Ven. 
Yay. Can you cast out of range? You lose over here. You receive eight hit points. The ranger cleric is going to take a shot. And Patrol. hit. Patrol. Six damage. You can make it. Um, the one melee, um, melee dwarf who is not across yet is going to shift this way. No, this way. One more. And then move up one. And then throw a javelin at the creature. And miss. <laughs> uh, and then the melee dwarf who is close to it is going to walk up and attack it. Or actually is going to uh, walk up and faint the creature. And hit with its faint, rather. Hit. So the next melee attack dealt to this creature is done at advantage. Ooh, nice. Um, how does fainting work in 5th edition? It is it is a martial adept thing. Oh, okay, it's so it's like a feat or something? It's a maneuver. Oh, nice. I don't have it. I could only pick two maneuvers. I took parry and disarm. Alright. Yeah, faint, basically, you fake hit it, uh, or you, you impose a check on it, which mm-hmm. the creature failed, mm-hmm. and then the next attack at it is an advantage. Okay, and who's next? It's like doing I believe this. Tenchi, right? Um, no, it's going to take a lair action. It Ooh. is going to chasm again. Shit! Spread the chasm by five feet. Oh, man. Right. Which way? This way or that way? Yes. Towards you? Towards you. So that means we get pushed five? The two of you need to make a, a check. Oh, shit. shit. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do that first. Uh, what's is the this, check? Is uh, this athletics? Uh, it's a dex. Dex saving throw? Yes. Dex? Um, shit. Six. Okay. Eight. You both fall and are, and are elbows on the cliff. That's not good. Of the chasm. That's very much not good. Uh, so just lay yourself sideways. Wait, hold on. You gotta stick up your foot. <laughs> Can you blame me? I just fell into a chasm. I a help action will remove you guys from that. Okay. <clears throat> What's up? A help action will help you out without having to spend your action on your turn. Alright. Alright, initiative. Tenchi. Uh, okay. I'm gonna try and get out on my own with... Acrobatics, I guess? Oh, just spend your action. You get up. Oh, sweet. You may My move, whole action? You may move half your movement. Hmm. That's enough to get up to you. Oh. But you My don't have a help be... action to help no, you. No, but... No, it's great. Hmm. It's the thought that counts. Shut yeah, up! Thanks, I appreciate it. <laughs> Alright, um... Ogden. Ogden is going to use his action to get up and then move half. So, 5, 10. Round it up or round it down? Round it down. Alright, so 10 movement feet. So I'm right there. I have no action and nothing else. If it were closer, I could use a bonus action to hit it, but no. <laughs> Alright, that's it. And I just rolled an action. Goddamn. <laughs> Alright, that's that. Never roll unused dice. Yeah, right. <laughs> Throw your luck away. Alright, it's the creature's turn. It is going to rear up its back. 
it is going to uh it's it's uh Karis Karis gem is going to recede into its hide and another transparent red brown gem is going to produce almost props for initiative um it is a spinel ooh those are pretty uh, I don't know what that is it's, it's like, this very it's, nice it red like color. I like garnet. I like it better than ruby, even. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that's fake garnet, but you know. Good garnet is, uh, you know, it's one yeah. part. Ooh. That's a They are gorgeous as well. Yeah, they're very pretty. pretty. And it is going to make a breath attack. I'm not in the way this time. I hope I'm not in the way this time. Oh, you are. Oh, it's going to <laughs> turn towards the group of you, and it's going to. Lurch its up head up and lob a ball of magma about 15 feet ahead, right there, and a 20 foot blast radius of fire damage in that area. All right, wait till he gets back so, so we can all roll. The three of you and the dwarf is going to make a. Uh, yes, that includes you. Deck saving. Uh, yes. Ooh, that might actually do. Uh, okay. Hey, come make a deck saving throw. Oh boy. Yeah, this thing, uh, it, the gem of this round is a spinel of uh, like red brown color. And it lobs a ball of magma from its mouth right around there in a 20 foot. Last yeah, fire it. damage. We got so two total, which means I'm using my spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Nineteen. Nineteen. Take that for me. I'm not gonna use the um, thing, and I got a twelve. A twelve. Okay. So you're gonna fail. You're gonna pass. You're gonna spirit. Yeah. Am I taking half damage? Yes. Leaving hit points at this point. Um, okay, that's 14 damage, and then half it for those who passed. And the dwarf is going to perish. Oh! Like, dead dead, or, like, saving throw dead? He's down. Okay. They only get one hit. Hmm? They only get one hit. Bummer. Right? What? They only get one hit. The spiritual things. You can only... Oh, the spirit. Yeah, he, he, he said the dwarf. the dwarf. Oh yeah! Oh, the dwarf died. Well, he's okay. he's he's pulling a tenchi. He got hurt real bad. Classic tenchi. Going <laughs> to zero hit points. Classic. It's almost like I'm made out of meat. <coughs> Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Okay. Go for the biggest threat. Um, I guess. Yeah, that's its that's its initiative. Uh, then. I'm gonna blast it. Okay. Got a blast. Gonna use your favorite ability ever? No, I can't. It's only on natural ones. So, um, eight? You miss. <laughs> Figure. Uh, okay. That's what I do. Okay. Bork. Are you gonna apply the business? Um. Give him good big business. 
Can I use a bonus action just to kind of see how well this creature is faring? You can just make um, oh, a non-action skill check of medicine or nature or whatever skill you think would be appropriate, and I'll let you know how fair it is. Okay. Intimidation. <laughs> how are you failing? Been <laughs> better. My little four-panel comic. It's a guy who's like bleeding to death on the ground. There's a medic sitting above him. Mm-hmm. By round of applause, how well are you feeling? Uh, no, the medic is just rolling die. Hold on, see if I get this. This is gonna be great on the capture. I'm gonna be like listening and be like, okay, okay. Oh fuck! Yeah, I gotta cut that out. Uh, At this point in the story, no. What? Nineteen medicine. Uh, Yeah, you discern that it is roughly halfway there. Well, well, the wrong breath. You did it, so I didn't have to. Nice. Thank you. Okay, hold on, I'm just going to hit it. Okay. So the four-panel comic is with the wounded guy and the medic is like, what's the, what's, 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 uh, how are you hurt? My feelings. I don't understand. And no one ever does. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've actually read that. I think I've seen it. Yeah, it's, it's, I seem to remember an 18 hitting it. Yeah. So what did you roll? It's a natural 18. Okay, yeah. And then plus whatever. With the rest of the business. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Literally. Uh, that's a 10 plus 13. Damage? Damage. No, nope. don't make it sound like it's bad. Well, you I have yeah, the did. one on my 6, so... Mm, you still hit it with my the biggest... My 3 damage is not only 3, it's like not that good. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did max out your uh, your weapon damage. Did you, what? Did you roll a 12 on your great axe? No, no. Oh, no. I thought, I thought no, it was that was a 10. 9. <laughs> that's that was still a pretty good. Yeah, yeah, still. More than I'll ever do. Some of us don't hit at all. <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> Ruthless. Alright. At least okay. she's honest. It is... Uh, so sad. The dwarves' turn, I believe. Yeah, but that plus Mine? 10 base is just... For so them. Come on. The dwarves. Oh. I thought I went before them. Yeah, you go after 10 sheets. Bork's initiative. Oh, whoops. Initiative That's six. right. That's right. Okay. For before the Come on, dude. Go. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you spent your turn getting up. That's right. Alright, um, Melee Dwarf is going to fi- like adjust towards Frodo, five. You physically at the table, Frodo, not your character. There you <laughs> go. And he's going to run and try and jump that gap. Ten foot. He makes it. Oh, nice. Good he job, Dwarf. I, I actually had him hanging in the air. It's like, do I just drop it? Yeah, or I was it? kind of hoping to kill him there. Um, <laughs> God, you're horrible. Uh, t- they're people, too. They have feelings. I made them into this world. I can take them out of it. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Anyway, that uh, that dwarf is going to use its last feet of movement and close the distance and attack the creature. Is he using a sword or a hammer? Just out of curiosity. Uh, he's using a pair. Well, he, yeah, no, no, no. He's using a war axe. Nice. Yeah, because the other guy was the shield. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I had that in my head. Um, yeah, so he attacks it, and it hits it, and, gee, fucking ten damage. Nice. Alright, um, the Arbalest is going to take a shot. 35 feet. Huh? 35 feet. 35? Yeah. That's 35. Yeah. 
From him? Yeah. Alright. Hmm. Not so good damage. I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, the cleric is going to uh, dash and making his way all the way to five, ten feet before the chasm. Yeah. And then he's going to hold there. <laughs> and then the um, the creature is going to take a lair action. God damn it. And it is going to fall into the ground and move up to 40. Oh. Oh. <laughs> damn it. Oh, God damn it. Never gonna get into this thing. He changed his um, gemstone? Not yet. Not yet. But the other one disappeared. No, the spinal is still out. Yeah, it's, it is, it, the spinal is the only gem protruding right now. Okay. It only ever has one at a time so far. Okay. So far. Um, yeah, it just kind of like fell into the stone of the ground and then appeared elsewhere. Hmm. Guess we can make that jump. Oh. Not You're closest. People. So go for it. <laughs> uh, next on initiative is Tenchi. So my athletics check at 5 feet because I can. Do I get a bonus if I do it from 10 feet or no? I don't know. Like not. The athletics says I can make a f- jump at 5 feet instead of the 10 feet required. I think that just means that you only can attempt the jump with your normal numbers. As I long as you get a five foot, head if you start. don't get okay. ten feet normally, you do it at a disadvantage, or so, it's probably something like that. So mm-hmm. if you don't take five feet, which you already do, mm-hmm. uh, which you're you're doing right now, you would do it at disadvantage. So if you're like from standing and then leaping fifteen feet, run long jump, run long slash high jump from five feet. That's what I mean. Yeah. So like, if your character was at the edge and started its jump, you'd probably be at disadvantage. Okay. 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 So you're fine. I have to. I have to check it. Right. So as it stands right now, I get a normal jump check. Yeah. One feet don't fail me now. It's only ten feet, man. And you have a plus five in your acrobatics. You'll be fine. Yeah. There's no reason. I don't want four chance of failing. Three. You, you failed. Bed. That's. Yeah. That's an eight. eight. All right. You are clutching the cave. Uh, the, the cliff. Why have you forsaken me? <laughs> I'm just like drinking your action economy. It's so good. <laughs> Alright. I drink your actions. I drink them! Calm down. Stop it's drooling. a great movie. Are the gemstones on its stomach or its back? On its back. back. Okay. Are you like. Yeah, like yeah, doodling. Oh, that's awesome! She, she does that for that's all of our campaigns. Yeah, I would love to Pretty see cool. concept art for these creatures. Oh, I would too. <laughs> Or you can just concept art for us. I keep telling her that she can get extra experience if she draws our other campaign. Uh, you get a fucking inspiration if you produce art of the boss monsters. Are you kidding me? Ooh. And of the party. Yeah. yeah, at the party for sure. <laughs> we, we need a group picture. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's your initiative. Ogden. Run up, cast Cure Wounds on the uh, down dwarf. Okay. As a free action, tell him to fall back. Okay. He's wounded. Don't take any more risks. Okay. So... Pick up a shield, dual shield. Yeah, cure wounds. <gasps> this is Dark Souls, oh, right? Unfortunately, it's only four HP. I think it's up from that. Yeah. 
Well, so he's at least conscious from that. He's conscious. I tell he's him to fall back. Okay. I rolled a one on my... Wait, it's plus clerical I roll, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's five HP. Yeah. Yay. So much better. So you don't have to fall back as far, but... Still do that. <laughs> yeah, still do that. Get back. Um, Get back. All right, it's the Donald Monsters Monster. initiative. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, all right, the uh, <coughs> the spinel <coughs> is going to recede into its hide, and you all can immediately identify as a relatively commonplace gemstone to your uh, to you, any of you. A prominent ember, uh, ember, amber, uh, <laughs> just forward. I mean, just like, oh shit! This thing's probably worth more can I just, dead like, than alive. Kind of like go below the <laughs> cliff face and just hang like that. So your fingers take get cover. fried. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, Cause, if you do, I'm gonna make you have to make a check to not fall. <laughs> nah, not with the way I've been rolling. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. No, I am not Christian. Okay. This is not fine. Um, this. It is going to turn and blast a line of. Lightning, lightning that's also on fire at the cleric dwarf. Flaming lightning! Cleric that's dwarf hot shit, yo! <laughs> he is going to fail his save. Yeah, that's within 30. It's up towards the line. There you go, then. And take 15 damage and fall. Healer down! People are dropping like flies. Yep, kind of are. Yeah. Or you know, thing, like bombards a huge breath weapon every fucking round. Like that's a lot terrifying. of people are taking a lot of damage. Yeah. Like bear in mind, he he took a hit on the first round and yeah. has been healing other people ever since. Yes. Don't you have healing potions? I know you had one. Uh, she's more pew pew, less heal you. No, more like no, oh god, get him, get him, get him, get him, get him. I bought potions. Yeah. Because I'm yeah, not. It's like. Open mouth, Her, pour in potion. No, 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 no. Well. She to, needs to be doing damage. I'll take care of the healing. I'm she needs to potion. hit him. Alright. Yes, I'm Next working on it. Next is Vin. Pew pew, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to do. Do you have any higher spell slots left? I, I have one spell slot left. And it's a first level. And it gives me Witch Bolt or Hellish Rebuke. Ooh. Both of which I think do lower damage. I think you haven't cast them since you have the crystal. That That's is absolutely true. fair. <laughs> God, I hope the uh, recording picked that up. I want to look at Hellish Review. Hellish Review is a response. That's so a response you're, you're one. Taking damage. And then Witch Bolt. So oh my gosh, it's so much easier when you just Google it. Uh, sorry, refresh my memory. Her Eldritch Pass automatically gets a plus 10 damage yes. with the crystal, right? And Witch Bolt hits for a 1d12? Yeah. Is it safe to assume that that gets a plus 10 damage as well? No. Uh, Might be fun to check out. my um, Eldritch Blast also gets a plus 3 because I took a like proficiency in it or something. Well, it's an uh, invocation. Agonizing Blast. Hmm? The Eldritch Invocation? Yeah. Agonizing Blast. It adds your charisma. Oh, that's right. You add your charisma. A yeah. guaranteed 3 plus... Plus 10 plus whatever you roll. So, so minimum, minimum 14. fourteen, yeah. 
Right, but the big difference is you don't know what the Witch Bolt is empowered to, and you don't have to roll to hit on subsequent turns with it. That's nice. Oh, I forgot about that. We also have... Hey, question. Would that still maintain the connection if the thing did the Earth Glide and went to the other side again? We'll have to find out. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hmm. Okay, yeah. I'll cast Witch, uh, witch Bolt. Okay. What's your range on that? Uh, it's like 60. Right? Yeah, so 30. Yeah. 30? Well, you're within 30, so. Okay, 30. Okay. Alright, so go Just ahead. barely, but you're um, within it. Roll your attack at advantage. Um, so I already rolled an attack, but. Oh, yeah, advantage. So roll one more time. It's the That's same. Better. Uh, so, 18. You hit. Okay. And I roll a 12. Um, I think this is a 12. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's 1d12 plus the 1d4 frost that you're getting. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Except for the fact that I haven't hit him again. So that's a nine. Nine in total. Mm-hmm. All right, add d- add twelve. Ooh, maximized and then. Okay. Em- maximized and then empowered. Ooh, that's fucking cool. So add twelve. What was that total? Nine. It's gonna be twenty-one. That crystal is weird. Crystal's fucking awesome, is what strong. it is. Strong. Very strong. No, it is made of strong. I don't mean to like hog it. Somebody else wants to I kind of okay. feel like it's been given to you. Let's face it, that was kind of your uh, Mission. moment to shine. Because she was the only one that spoke Sylvan. Yeah, entirely. Well, I mean, meta as fuck point here, I gave that gem to the group, mm-hmm. or the, the shard to the group, mm-hmm. for you all to play with. Oh, okay. So, like... Well, we did experiment with it on the train. Right. But very briefly, and then... And then it went kind of sideways. Right. It also Your damage so, output with that is also absurd. Yeah, I feel like yeah. it's but really be benefiting you. To see what it does. What everyone else is capable of. Yeah, granted, uh, for be. when we need to do post-combat healing, then maybe we should put it in my hands. Yeah, that really But during combat, definitely you. <laughs> what it would do if I divine smited something. Ooh, I have absolutely no idea what it would do it. in my hands, because mm-hmm. nothing of mine is magic. Just... Hmm. Maybe it give me an extra flurry of blows. I have no idea. That'd be cool. I know what it does for all of you, and you would all of you would be like, this is the tits. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And for those of you who know me, there is nothing better than tits in my mind. <laughs> so true. It is the best. So true. Yep. So it, all of you would be like, this is the best thing ever if you had the fucking jar. I guarantee you. Um... Which is why our primary spell damage doer is both not doing Right. Okay, uh, sorry. Your initiative just went. Bork, you're up. Sorry, did you want to move or anything? I'm good. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you gotta make that jump again. Or put the ladder down. Which I believe one of the other dwarves has. Yeah, probably the cleric. You must get the ladder off of the dead cleric. Wait, what? He's not dead. He's just dying. Sounds like the intro to a video game. I don't think I'd be able to hit it um, and move because it's too far away. Do you have any ranged options? Um, I have my my whatchamacallit, but I'm almost a little bit more interested in saving Tenchi. So I'd like to move up and assist him. Uh, He's on the other side. I would have to jump you. To jump to the other side and then help him. Let me put it this way. My initiative will come before yours and all I have to do is climb out. Okay, well then fine. Because um, you have to jump and then you only get like, what, maybe half of your movement? 
Might be better uh, to jump and try and bring the cleric up. I don't think I could. No, I guess I do. You have, you have, have to walk hands. over and lay on hands for one even. Recessive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your axe fell off. Your axe blade. Alright, well, I guess. I'll fix it in a minute. I need to have, what is it, 10 feet in order to. Yeah, so jump you'd in. back up one. I bet I. Five foot adjust back and then run and then try to jump. Roll your d20. Okay. I think she's planning it out. Yeah, you would have enough movement to take a step back, run forward, and then take the five foot to get okay. to the cleric. So and then you could actually move. cure him, too. Yeah. That is a 17. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking nailed that. You, you would pass the jump check. Okay. And then I'm going to go over to him and I'm going to lay my hand on his chest. Uh, Her chest. Boundaries. Her chest. Her chest. Her chest. Even better. <laughs> 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 Uh, Remember that thing about the tits again? Yeah. <laughs> Going to. Um, hey, do dwarves, female dwarves in your world have beards too? Yes. Mustaches. <laughs> yeah. It's so the kissing battlefield is even. Ah. Follicular beard. The mustache nose. Can't say I'm with you there. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, I imagine well, so. D- depends on what you're into. Um, Follicular beard, man. It's a thing. Let me just say, I, <laughs> she begged me to grow my beard out. I really right? did. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, okay. So, I'm going to heal this female dwarf <coughs> for 5 HP. What's the time on the wave there? Like, what's the time so I know? Uh, <laughs> words to say. We're sitting oh. at about an hour and 37 minutes. I'm fine. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, Alright, so. Healing for 5 points. 5 points? Okay, the cleric is sent back to the hospital. Alright, cool, thank you. Is he conscious? I, I yell at him to she... get back into the, the, the freaking combat. Alright. Is she conscious? You ain't done yet, son. Yeah, she is a, a con- she is conscious, but, but not prone. Yeah, she's so prone. Alright, the dwarves. The arbalist dwarf is going to uh, pull a lever on the arbalist and a blade is going to fling out one of the arms of the uh, arbalist and it's going to rush into melee combat. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. I like crossbows. Okay. <laughs> Just put this that out actually there. explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to rush the creature and slash at it and miss. Um, the two melee dwarves are going to fall back and then move this way. Yeah, and then the other guy as well. And both throw javelins at the creature. Actually, sorry. One of them is going to throw a javelin at the creature, and the other one's going to do something different. He's going to shout angrily and shake his fist. I like crossbows. They're really cool. They're good. Got a lot of fun. Hit it for six damage with its throwing javelin, and then the other uh, dwarf is going to pull out rope and throw it and lasso it onto you. So should you fall, he can pill it. Uh, grab you. Oh, that's so nice well, of see, them. The only problem is only your head is sticking up. No, it's it's up <laughs> to here. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we like lasso it outside of him and then you would probably see the rope fall around you and like get it under. <laughs> it's like, I know what's going on! <laughs> I, okay. No, I'm not <laughs> going to be the hanged man. <laughs> this it's is creepy. not going to be a Clayton? No. There we go. Which is good that he did that because the the lair action of this turn will be a chasm action. Shocker! And the chasm is going to expand five feet in that direction. 
I'm still holding on the wall, so that's I'm correct. Going You're going to fall. But wouldn't I still be holding on? No, to it? because the fucking cliff face it doesn't crumbles move, away. But it crumbles, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so now and the monk gets it. So now you fall oh. and slap face onto the other cliff face. <laughs> oh god. And take three damage. What is it with threes? I roll threes. I take threes. That is not my Could pencil. Could be worse. You're yeah, right. You could be dead. Just cards on the table. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> By the way, I'm at ten. All right. Tenchi, your initiative. Uh, acrobatics. Find the hell out. You don't have to. Just you said you already have a, your climb speed is regular speed, right? Yeah. So you just walk five feet up and then you're out. Oh, sweet. So I'm over here now. Yep. Can you take the rest of his movement action to jump across? Yeah, I mean, feet? it was just five foot. Well, yeah, so 20 and then... Yeah, okay, you could, you could nope. do that. Nope, burning the key point. Step on the wind? Mm-hmm. Where on the back of this is the gemstone? The gemstones? Yeah. Imagine like a, like a phone number pad. Okay. On his back, so three okay. by three. And then and so it's directly on his back. Mm-hmm. It's not like at the nape of his neck. No. Okay. Okay, so that would make it a f- so like fourteen. It's its snout. Mm-hmm. This is a little butt. And there's like you know shoulders here. Yeah. Okay. Fourteen on your jump check. Oh, not gonna make it. What was the total? Fourteen. Um, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be holding onto the cliff. Whack. On the other side. Even with his step on the wind. All that does is double my jump distance. So if oh, I then, succeed, oh, then yes, you make it. Oh, sorry, I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't give me bonuses to my jump check. It no, just increases. But in the my mind, it would make the difficulty check halved. Yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. Oh. Yeah. So it was a seven. Okay, and rather. upon landing, I'm um, gonna take my martial arts thing and punch the guy twice. Kapow! Remember, you only get that D4 frost damage on the first hit. Right, yeah, I remember. Otherwise, we lads. 19. Yeah, I'm pretty sure both of these will hit because one's a 24, the other one's a 22. 24 yep. to 22, yeah, hit, hit. So D4 plus 3, so 6 plus an additional 1, so 7 total. Seven damage in total? Yeah. No, uh, from the first fist. Okay. And then another seven damage from the second fist. Or second pow, pow. Yeah. Wow. Not bad. So I did a total of 14 damage. Yeah. Very good. Yeah! So that's how monks deal damage. Yeah. Who knew, right? All the ones I was getting, I was like, what's the point of being a fucking monk? I thought I was supposed to be dealing out the slapping around, not getting slapped around. <laughs> Maybe I should have taken up slap boxes by martial arts. Uh, I got the arm reach for it. Ogden uh, is probably not going to be able to make that jump. <coughs> so he's just going to use his last first level spell slot to cast Guiding Light on the thing again. Spell attack? Huh? It's Bolt. Uh, light. I haven't written his Guiding Light. Let's find right, out. But, but we are talking about the same spell. I don't give a fuck yes. about what his name Yes. Alright, cool. Go and roll your hit. You can look it up between the issues. Yeah, alright. So that's going to be a 13 to hit. Uh, you miss. Fuck. Alright. Well, that's all I can do. 
And that was my last first Don't double judge me. I'm not. It's just funny. What are you doing? I'm allowed to laugh. Are we doing selfies? I was gonna. And uh, oh, Lauren okay. is the most fabulous of us all, by the way. What Instagram? It's not Instagram. Did you get my bald spot? Shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> she did get your best side. Oh, yeah. got it. Shamblin' okay. saying, "Hey, look what you're missing." Sorry. Ditch <laughs> uh, <laughs> that World of Darkness campaign. Come play with us. I lost where I was. Oh, Augie. Okay. That was your initiative? Uh, yeah. You move it all? Um, I might as well go ahead and move my uh, distance. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay. Actually, we'll do a 5 foot distance just in case it tries to drop me again. Alright, go for it. <coughs> hashtag DD, hashtag nerd life. Mm -hmm. Hashtag dim dice dough. Hashtag right. dice boys. <laughs> hashtag fighting smog. Uh, hashtag not actually a dragon. <laughs> this is not my dragon. It is Look now my dragon, the my creature's dragon initiative. <laughs> go figure. So does it use the lair action on its turn or at the end of the initiative? On the end, of the, the end of the initiative. Interesting. Yeah. Oh. It's not like legendary actions, which you can just do whenever. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Whew. I love legendary actions. It's just like, <laughs> fuck it, I don't like how this is going. I'm going to do a thing that fucks everything. <laughs> so good. Yeah, my legendary action is you all die. Sorry. All right, much. so if the, uh, the, the, what was it, a amber? The amber recedes and a pearl Juts forward. Oh, neat. A huge pearl the size of someone, one of your, at least one of y'all's torsos. Oh, that is a huge up. pearl. Um, it's going to be worth it money. It's going to uh, shoot a. It's going to turn so its mouth is right in front of Tenchi. Joy! <laughs> and it is going to echoey roar like you heard before directly in front of you. For 30 feet of, of a cone, so it'll hit Tenchi, Ogden, and the two melee dwarves. All uh, of you make. Um, actually, it will only hit me. It cuts off right before the melee okay. dwarves. Okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Make a. Wisdom? Wisdom saving throw. And by the way, you were totally right. It's called Guiding Bolt, not Guiding Light. I don't, I don't know why I wrote down Guiding Light. Oops. Oh, nice. Wisdom based, that's going to be a 19. Alright, you both pass. You guys each take six sonic damage. Oh, oh I'm feeling it. Oh god, I'm feeling it. Really yeah, feeling it. I feel it now, Mr. Krabs. I'm good. Hit me again. Screw you. <laughs> Do it. I can take it. Well, I mean, you could jump back here and let me slap a healing on you. Dude, I'm not gonna make that jump twice. Then your initiative. Yes. Um, I'm gonna use uh, which bolt. So. All right. There's a whisper in your mind. Are you willing to offer all of your power? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> well, it's not the black crystal, so you know we're fine. All right. So roll two d twelve. Okay. <laughs> Do I still get the death damage? Yes. You just killed our monk. <laughs> yeah, with a spit tape. Okay, so... Three, Eleven. five... Um, fourteen? Okay. Oh, I thought that was a six. Uh, fourteen plus twelve. 
26. You take seven points of damage. Oof. Okay. They just sort of feel part of your life essence like Ooh. go into this attack. Um, That's kind of interesting and very well balanced. Yeah. I appreciate that. This thing that. is dead. Blit. I killed it. <laughs> At that point, I'm just like, uh, thank you. Oh, God. I come up and slap you on the back and this give you for ten points. This thing falls I'll allow it. limp to the ground and then falls apart into thousands of gemstones. <laughs> I start Neat. scrambling. I'm seeing dollar signs. Well, Chenchi, you have no idea what their worth is. Well, actually, I did tell you. I'm aware of the fact that they're gemstones. They're still pretty. And am I cutting myself on them again? No. Okay. <laughs> it's like I grabbed the first one. You're cut for 14 points of damage. Oh, fuck I'm dead. Thanks. <laughs> I say, hey, we should get one of those ladders across here. <clears throat> so the rest of us can come back. I'm just kind of like scooping oh, all the, the chasm gems. is closing. Oh, oh the chasm oh. closes? Well, great. That probably means the other one's closing. And that probably also means that the rubies are disintegrating as well. I, I have my backpack open and you just see me scooping handfuls of gems in there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cast a uh, second level spell for Prayer of Healing. It Hold takes on. ten minutes to Hold cast, on. so it's going to be a while. I'm not done with describing things. Oh, yeah? There's, I need a visual mm-hmm. backup here. As in, opposed to a punctuary one? She's ready to draw the visual backup. <laughs> Check these out. These are adorable. Aw, hey, guess what? It's Ooh, fridge. I like that one. It's yeah. fridge-worthy. Yeah, it's fridge-worthy. Yes, that goes on the uh, fridge. A little no. creature is sort of making uh, gem angels in, in the gemstones, and he sort of looks like that. Oh my god, it's so huge! Uh, <laughs> can we help you? <laughs> Don't turn it, because it'll reveal how I Google searched it, and it's going to give away spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed. Shut up. It's, it's like a dwarf elf or something. It's a dwarf. So, uh, <laughs> do any of you approach this being? Uh, sure. She's just like. Well, no, no, no. I am what? sitting down prepping uh, prayer of healing to I do. cast on like, everybody. Oh my god, you're adorable. I point my great axe at it. Okay. What are you doing? Any other interaction to this creature lying about gemstones, treating it like a bath? It's a range of 30 feet, so I'm going to be in the center. And yeah, you said the chasm is closed, yes. right? Okay, good. Closing. So within a, within a, within a moment. I mean, I'm right up on the thing, yeah. so of course I'm going to... I'm coming closer, but I'm not, like, interacting with okay. it yet. So you're geeking <coughs> out over how cute it is. Yes! Uh, Bork is... Threatening. Threatening. Um, sort of perks up and sort of does this weird little dance as if it needs to constantly stay in motion as it sort of bounces from one foot with the other like foot. Like it has to pee. Like... Well, like, so imagine that, like, uh, it, it kind of bounces like this. Like it's, it leans on one foot, and the other foot's in the air, and sort of bounces the other foot, bounces the other foot, almost as if it needs to stay constantly in motion. Oh, that's adorable. Uh, it's so sick. It's, it's, giving me di- it's giving me the beaties. Well, Shamrock says that about me. Aw. Um, <laughs> say that about him, too. And it sort of um, ignores Bork, and sort of like puts its hands up like it's in the 1970s or it's in the 1700s for fisticuffs. And it goes, who do you think you're calling cute, you tall bastard? Uh, what? <laughs> you calling me cute? Just because you're tall doesn't mean I can't take it you're down on the ground of wood. I like get on his level. Yeah. It's just like, what 
are you? My name is Gnome. Thanks for the prison saving and all that and whatnot. Oh, hi! You want some gems? He throws sort of like just his hand forward and a fucking stream of gems flies Just out. open the backpack! <laughs> Tetch is getting greedy. He's now discovered value. <laughs> Capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> it, it ruins lives. Yeah. Tenchi, it ruins that's, lives. That's a, that's a Berenstein Bears book. Tenchi discovers capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> God. And uh, Gnome sort of then turns back to Bork uh, after entertaining uh, Tenchi for a moment. Continuing his little bouncing dance, sort of gazes you up and down and goes, So what's your problem all tall, dark, and upset about some sort of thing? <laughs> I just helped kill a creature, and then all of a sudden you're here, and I don't like it. Well, twas I, twas kept in such a thing. That seems to be a running trend these days. Yeah, right? And how, by chance, did you end up inside that creature? Making gemstones. Wonderful thing to do. Probably amongst my top favorites. <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, you make so many gemstones, and you say, why not make a manner of beings in which I can walk about without having to actually walk about? So you created this creature well, rather it... than it actually consumed you. Well, more to it than that. Uh-huh. Some sort of fellow with hammer business said he had a means to help me with this manner. So I said, sure, I'll take a hammer for your pleasures. <laughs> Do you still have this, this hammer? Oh, no, broke it in twain. And Tenchi just, oh, thank God. <laughs> Was whispering at me. Don't take kind to it. I speak loud and boisterous, and I expect to be something sorry. So you actually destroyed it? Yeah. How? Sort of molds a uh, amber hammer. That looks identical in craftsmanship to the hammers you guys have seen before. And it goes, well, it was like this. <laughs> Can I have one? <laughs> <laughs> For listeners, the DM just handed uh, yeah, about hammer, an, an imaginary hammer. broken amber hammer. Yeah. Hammer. It's broken? Yes. Oh. Did you piece it? He snapped it in half and gave it to you because you asked for it. I will pay you for a actual hammer that can defeat that other hammer. He he takes his hands. <laughs> Great, that's perfect. <laughs> he takes his hands and sort of like as if he was making a sphere of light through it. Sort of like goes like this, and there's this gigantic nugget of gold. And he's like, "What could you pay me? What do you want?" Crushes it and it falls to sand. I don't know. Freedom's pretty good. I think he's saying he might be willing to, you know, give it to us. Is that what he said? I don't we just freed him from his, uh, his prison. He just gave me a broken hammer! You asked for it's it! A broken hammer. I wanted the mend- I wanted something to defeat that other hammer. Hold on. Let's see if Tenchi can figure this out. He was out. using that as a metaphor. Probably not. I'm pretty sure I know Oh, he did. you broke it. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't- I'm, I- Sorry. I may be visual, but I'm not visual. He very, very, like, uh... Ooh, that's not bad. Um, placatingly, like, coke. like, as at the apex of his back-and-forward hops, sort of, like, taps you. <laughs> on my head. <laughs> Isn't Borg, like, seven feet tall? Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. I am. It's fine. When you're as old as I am, you understand the sorts of things you sort of mortal-ish people would know. If we brought you another hammer, would you destroy it? 
Well, it depends if it hurt me. That's my, about my uh, line in the sand there. Wait a minute. How old are you? Several thousand. So he's not part of the crystals. What crystals you be talking? There we go. Ten minutes. No. No, okay. <laughs> so I basically just yet. turned to anyone, probably Bork or whoever's supposed to go. He's not part of the crystals. No, he's not, but... I don't care. He can destroy a hammer, therefore I want him to destroy that other hammer. I know, but this is a completely unrelated thing. But not entirely unrelated, because well, Black Hammer Man It was back. never mentioned the fact that the person that we're searching for is going to be in here. It was just said that we should help them. That same voice that you heard before when you when you tried to channel which Bolt sort of scrapes into your mind again. Mm -hmm. um, and it says, let me speak to him. Okay. Okay. Is you it should like weird? let it do what it wants to do to you. Um. Phrasing. <laughs> within reason. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I. I think it's your Archfey talking. Yeah, this no. crystal has not led me wrong so far, right. so I'm gonna go with it. Um, Pretty so sure it's not the Archfey. You immediately feel dehydrated, suffer one level of exhaustion. Okay. Which, for purposes. Porpoises. Is. <laughs> You have disadvantage on ability checks for right now. Okay. An amount of water flies out from you, and a visage of Undine appears. Nice. And Undine sort of just, you know, floats on over to Gnome and takes her trident and sort of, like, smacks him in the head. And <laughs> says, you bumbling nitwit, how did you get involved with such a thing? <laughs> and then... Gnome and Undine bicker back and forth in a language that is so old that not even Yalzar understands it. Uh, wow. And, wow. Yeah. And then Gnome sort of stops bouncing back and forth quite so actively as to be able to apex its, its jump to be as tall as Bork and sort of just like back and forth, back and forth, like very gently, maybe a couple of inches of an arc. Mm -hmm. Very indicative of his mood, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, and looks to you and goes in, back into common, or let's just say the common tongue, no matter what language you speak, you can understand. Mm -hmm. He says, Well, if you're be working with Sister Undine and Sister Dryad, it does only seem appropriate that I uh, thank you all for helping half the Earth Crystal. Oh. That be I. Hmm. So, the Crystal's obviously 7,000 years old, and he has sentience and is aware of his age. You'd be having to find my fat brother Sylph somewhere. Sylph, huh? So, Gnome and Sylph, half of the uh, Earth Crystal, I assume. What, uh, what element is he aligned with? Well, you see, I can build the tallest of mountains, but mm -hmm. what beats the mountain back into nature's forum, or fulcrum, the sky. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, where might we find your brother? Couldn't Not tell you. There was such a mighty thunderstruck that separated the two of us when the crystal was destroyed. But I imagine that silly mortal town that was built around our crystal could probably find some answers. Ooh, ooh. So you remember what happened when the crystal was broken? Yeah, mighty thunder. Do, do you remember anything else? I just said so. So, like, literal thunder broke you in half? Well, no. T'was the noise. But do you remember anything else other than that? T'would have said so. So you don't remember anything else. 
He like looks to the rest of you like, are you guys fucking kidding me? Like, this is the people that are gonna so, save the world. What? He's very strong. <laughs> I am strong. So what town was this? Um, I believe you weird mortal folk call it Detroit. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We had this discussion before. Yeah. Okay. Tenchi would know. It's like, wait, Detroit. Oh, it's the city they made! The heroes, right? Yes, it's the city that the four heroes that saved the world nearly 80 years I ago. I do something! Yeah. Okay. In um, the southwestern, southeastern continent of <laughs> Twin Sierra. So that's where we might find the silk. silk. Or at least the, the other half of the earth crystal, which is named. Silk. Silk? Yes. Okay. This is known, the other half is silk. Gnome as in the race? Spelled exactly. G-N-O? Okay. Any correlation? Nope. All right. Where do you think they got the name from? Stole it. <laughs> Seems a little rude. Stole my stature as well. Hmm. Yeah. Nara Glittergold thinks he's some Elder God bullshit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> But, uh, no, uh, so he details that, obviously, Undine and the rest of the, the spirits are going to be bestowing powers upon all of you <coughs> to help you with your quest. Uh, therefore, he will impart himself to you all as well. Mm -hmm. um, and him and Undine sort of, like, the visage of Undine, at least, sort of, go from there what they look like two little balls of light and fall into the crystal shard. Hmm. Crystal shard? Yeah, that she's the... holding. Oh. Yeah. Dryad's crystal shard. Right, fact. right. That. Neat. Cool. So, um, let's call it a quick five minute rehydrate piss break. Mm -hmm. uh, just... Alright, welcome back. We are just back from a refuel break. Gnome, the spirit of the Earth Crystal, one of the two spirits of the Earth Crystal, has bestowed the party with the following boons. I love boons. Bork, upon smiting a target, oh, man. they must make a spell save against your spell save DC, or they are sunk halfway into the ground. That's really Obviously good. leaving them quite vulnerable to future attacks. Sunk how far into the ground? The half their body height. Literally, it's a pile driver. Yeah. Does that stack with her uh, his cold damage bonus to yeah. the rest of us? Yeah. No, those oh. are all things that trigger off the of first mic. At the same time. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's odd. Really mm -hmm. Does he get to turn into a land animal? You get to turn into a honest. Upon a successful stone cunning check, you immediately receive a vision of recent history of the area. Mm. Oh, you can read stone. Yeah. So you're given like a scrying vision of the of that area. By the way, walls could talk kind of. A by thing. the way, yes. if some of us are running out of room, there is this nice little space on the back called additional feats and traits. Oh yeah. I do recommend that we utilize that food. A little bit more. Tenchi. Yeah. That's your big. feet adhere as if it was regular ground to all stone and metal surfaces. Meaning that not only can you walk at full speed up a wall, but you can also dash action up a wall. 
You can also fight from walls or ceilings. So I can like, like, like walk along, go vertical, and walk up. Yes. So that's like constant effect spider climb on stone walls. Stone and metal walls. And metal. Yes. So and, and unless we're inside a tree, you're pretty much fine. And mm-hmm. let's say it for the rule books, but I doubt it'll come up. Gem walls. Hmm. Any anything of the earth like that. Hmm. How about that earth-based walls? Yes. Earthen. Yeah. Ground-based walls, or whatever you want. What, however you want to write it down to make it sense for yourself. Then, if you establish a witch bolt with a target. In addition to taking your action to jolt them with damage, you may then also encase them in a stone prison. Hmm. That's dope. Yeah. And Hamankarn, you add an additional d4 damage to all your arrows that is blunt or bludgeoning damage. Oh, hey, Harmonkarn, where'd you come from? Hint, he's not actually here. <laughs> Those are pretty awesome. Sweet. Oh. And Undine uh, confers an additional benefit to everybody. Mm-hmm. You may all hold your breath twice as long as normal. And every character has stone cunning and um, as the dwarf ability. Hmm. And uh, Ogden, as a dwarf, mm-hmm. you make that those checks at double your normal proficiency. Well, shit. Stone cunning. Yeah. Cutting. Um, I already make it at times two, so does that mean it goes up to times four? Yes. <laughs> I know everything about stone. Constantly. Well, you basically have scrying of stone now. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I imagine you like the character Mole from um, Atlantis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of. Say, I can see you talking somebody's ear off about that at a party. Like, well, did you know stones do this? <laughs> no, I see him walking into a room, reading the stone, stopping suddenly and going, I don't want to touch this. <laughs> I have a big fondness for that part in Atlantis where Mole has a bunch of different types of dirt in his bed, and they all have flags, and mm. Milo messes up the dirt, and he gets really, really upset. You have to stab the dirt! <laughs> anyway, so after Gnome bestows these benefits to all of the characters, um, he, you know, vanishes away. Out, He leaves the, the, the crystal shard and says that he will return to the place where the crystal once was, mm. and Sophie will meet me there when you rescue him. Or okay. find him, or wherever he is. Alright. To which crystal? Sounds like we're going to Yalzar Majora next. Because well, that's where two of the uh, well, crystals that, were. Well, yeah. That's where Undyne is. No, Dryad, yeah. I'm going to say this now. Mm-hmm. I'm fairly certain I have messed up who the brother to the Earth Crystal is. Silk? Silk? Yeah. I'm fairly certain that it's not the correct spirit name. Mm-hmm. So, but you don't have your notes with you, so... Right, I don't have my notes with me, so I don't remember who I paired with Gnome. Mm-hmm. So next week I'll have it straight. Mm-hmm. So uh, for every instance in this session that I have said Silk, 
or mm-hmm. int- if I say so in the future of this session, mm-hmm. uh, replace it with the new spirit name when I correct myself next week. Okay, sounds good. Uh, I just know that I have it wrong. <laughs> Damn you for leaving that journal behind. Yeah, I left. The, I brought the wrong notebook. So I don't know that's right. Hmm. Oh well. We'll, right. we'll get it straightened out. Yep. So Tenshi, knowing what his new power is, is just marveling at the fact that he's now sideways on a wall and just, like, giggling to himself. So that's a constant effect thing? He, he yeah. can do that unlimited number of rounds per day? All, all the time. So <laughs> as we're walking back through the tunnel, he's just walking on the ceiling because fuck. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm, like, jump up and just, like, like monkey bar across the ceiling. <laughs> only your feet. Oh, only my feet? Okay. All right. Um, yeah, so has it been ten like, minutes? Do I get to... Uh, Cast Prayer of Healing, and may I please borrow the crystal? Mm-hmm. All right, so I hold on to the crystal and cast Prayer of Healing. So yeah. I get a normal 2d8 plus my spellcasting. That's a full 8, and uh, another 8. Holy shit, so 21 base. Double it. Well, 42 HP to everyone in the 30-foot vicinity. Well, 60 foot. 60 foot? Oh, it's even doubled. So everyone's healed to full. If you're not, you're a fucking beast. And what the hell are you doing playing in this weak-ass campaign? Yeah, right. <laughs> Not that the campaign is weak, it's just we're very low level right now. Yeah. I imagine somebody we're just cute. walking along in another tunnel that's 60 feet from you. It's <laughs> like, oh, I feel better now. Really good. <laughs> you anyway. know, I had this broken arm, but it feels really good today. All right, it's healed. <laughs> ah, no, I'm still broken. It's a miracle. <laughs> I'm free, I'm free. Anyway. Damn it. <laughs> All right, so that's you know, it. Thanks, Ben, and hand the crystal back to him. Right. No, you can hang on to it if you want. Oh, all right, if you say so. Yep. So, uh, I assume you guys make your way back towards the shaft? Yep, make our way downtown. Yep. Uh, has the other chasm closed? Yes. Uh, and, and the, the ruby wall? Ruby's around. Oh, darn. Oh, well. Either way, hey, you made out like a bandit. I'm just lugging this pack of gems back. Oh, after five minutes of the creature's demise, your pack got a lot lighter. Oh. <laughs> They're all gone. Do you look inside your pack? Yeah, I, I, after, like, I notice it gets wet. It's wet, wet dirt. Hey, can I use that scrying uh, unlimited number of times per day? Absolutely. Oh. Interesting. Alright. All of your nice things. <laughs> I'm wearing my nice clothes, first of all. Yeah, at least those didn't disappear. So no, great, let's let's head on back. It was quite successful. Yeah. Nobody died, not even the uh, NPC dwarves. So. Oh, by the we way, since you deliberately spent a turn mm-hmm. caring for your dwarven brethren, I mm-hmm. want you to get inspiration. Ooh, yay! Hell yeah! What is inspiration? Yeah, just once more it's for like the listeners. Star mm. Inspiration is a stat that every character has. And they either have inspiration or they do not have inspiration. What it does is, and the only way you can get it is by the DM <coughs> telling you that you get it. Okay. So it's completely at the DM's discretion. Its effect is any time, any instance that you would roll a d20 to resolve any situation, mm-hmm. you may use your inspiration and roll with advantage. Okay. Or you can counteract disadvantage, right? Exactly. Which is also really cool. Can you have multiple inspiration at the same no. time? Nope. Okay. 
Now, you can do multiple things that would have given you inspiration, but you can only ever have one. You can one only ever of have it. inspiration. Okay, it's something you have and use, or you don't have at all. Yes. Okay. So don't don't sit on it all campaign if you get it. Be, right. be willing to use it right. Right. so you can get it back. So does that last for the entire turn? Like, for example, if I were to use my bonus action to attack twice? No. No, so it's only for the one. One instance okay. in which you roll the d20 to resolve okay. a thing, you roll advantage. All right. Now, now you said that you can use it to counteract disadvantage. That is half correct. Mm-hmm. The way the rule states for inspiration is you make that roll with advantage. Hmm. So you can not only negate disadvantage, but gain advantage on where you would normally have disadvantage. Really? It overwrites it. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. It that's just powerful. says you have advantage. Well, I mean, it's kind of difficult to get. Yeah, right. You kind of got to go out of your way to be above and beyond, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And and I just think it's too thematic and role play of a, of a moment to ignore mm-hmm. that he neglected his allies, he neglected the fight, and he did what he thought was right as a priest, a war priest of Morrigan, and that was care for his kid. Oh, yeah, I'm not arguing. And, no, I'm not <laughs> saying that you're arguing. I'm just... I'm looking at you as a focal point and saying why I'm why I'm okay. passionate about that that mm-hmm. act of yeah. his. Uh, it was very thematic. It was really really good, and like he said, he did that, and I was like, that's not a very smart move, but it's a very passionate move, and mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, you have inspiration. Awesome. How inspiring? Yeah, right. <laughs> Gosh, guys, I feel very inspired from that fight. Ha 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 ha. The whole party loses inspiration. Oh, mm. Joke's on you, Bad I don't have it anyway. <laughs> no, um, Alright, so, what do you guys uh, make your way back to the, the shaft? Yep. Your uh, your gold turned to rot. As a, First of all, there's gems. Second of all, fuck off. <laughs> uh, the chasms are all closed. The ruby wall is cr- has fallen apart into a pile of mud. Kick the pile of mud. <laughs> Your foot gets stuck, but then you walk through it. Um, and uh, and you guys are back at the shaft. Would you all just go straight forward or ret- return the stock? We should supplies? probably return. Oh yeah, right. Some, if not all, of the supplies. I feel like we could use the rope. We have rope. Yeah, we can buy rope elsewhere. We don't but need to take their stock supplies. We always need rope. We have rope, but we could always use more. Well, the way I see it. They were gracious enough, one, to lend us a couple of Dwarven allies, two, to let us freely use their supplies. We should probably return them since they're in working order. All right. Oh, as you guys return to the shaft, there is maybe 30 or so Dwarven miners that have returned to the shaft mm-hmm. um, with stories that they thought that they were dead. What now? Every single one of them that had been killed by this creature uh-huh. was crystallized. Oh, interesting. Turned into a crystal, crystal-like statue. Huh. So these are all people who were crystallized and are now back. Yeah. I uh, I go ahead and oh. just give them a quick medicine check to you know make sure their vitals are good and make sure they're all Fine. dandy. Okay. Yeah. In that case, I start scooping the, while he's doing like this and going through everything. I'm scooping the dirt out of my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so you guys return the stock group? <coughs> yes. And it's an eight-hour wait on the shaft. All right. Long rest. And we take the rest of the miners with the yeah. 30, yeah. I assume that the lift is big enough to hold an entire mining contingent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, no, this, this platform is designed to hold over 100 people at a time. 
Yeah, yeah great. It's been really lonely with eight people in it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Quite spacious. Probably a, a little loud because the, the mechanisms aren't being deafened out by chatter. <laughs> but now they are. All right. Got my spells back. Got, my, got all of our HP back. We're ready to go and do some more. Yep. So you all return to the capital city and are welcomed uh, with a phalanx line of dwarven soldiers mm-hmm. with the archchaplain, like, in his armor, holy book open, and, like, halfway through an incantation when you all, when the, the shaft arrives. Mm-hmm. And he, Hi! he immediately, like, closes his book, and the, the soldiers lay their arms to their side and, you know, relax the phalanx maneuver. <laughs> um... The Archchaplain sort of speaks in a bellowing voice that echoes, I see you are well, and the miners have returned. What news? Well, giant mole beast with gems growing out of its back. Uh, turns out it was controlled by part of the uh, Crystal of Earth. And maybe something else. And maybe something else. Either way, it's been taken care of. The chasms have disappeared from the, uh, from the mine shaft. It should be back in working order now. I'm sure the king and queen would want to see you all. Well, I'm not going to turn down an invitation from the king and queen, so let's uh, let's I don't do that. Think we can. I don't think I've ever met one. Of course, I haven't met one. Yeah. Let's uh. uh I'll go. Sh- please I'll show us you, I'll give you the benefit of naming the king and queen. Oh God! Since you are, a, since you are a dwarf of this capital. If I might make a suggestion. Hold on. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey and Minnie. No. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to go copyright infringement, I'm going to get sued by the biggest corporation on earth. Alright, I've got their names for you. Oh, okay. They are the, the, the uh, Clan Vachette. Vachette? Vachette. Ah, like, Virginia shit. Mm-hmm. Alright, got it. V-A Chet. With an E on it. Yes. And uh, first names are Algamor and Bedladon. Algamor and Bedladon? Bedladon. With a B? Like Bed Madam. Oh. (laughs) Bed Madam. Alright. Which one's king and which one's queen? I'm assuming Algamore's probably the king. Yes. Okay, fair. Alright, let's go meet the Vachettes. Alright, so you all are, are gifted a royal contingency of mm-hmm. dwarven guardsmen mm-hmm. to escort you to the uh, palace, which lies at the center of the dwarven city. Uh, now, bear in mind, the, the capital's overall structure is all circles. Mm-hmm. So, like, the districts lie in rings. The, <coughs> okay. the residential rings are the outer rings, because they're the biggest. The mm-hmm. industrial rings are the middle rings. And the, the marketplace rings are the closer rings. But the center dot of the, of the circle is the palace. Yeah, yeah. And it connects to all districts. Okay. So it is, it is witnessed. It is the lowest point in the city, and the residential is the highest. So anywhere in the city can see the palace. Hmm. Interesting. So almost imagine like a top, like yeah. the bottom of a top is 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 uh, concave. Yeah, yeah. And cone shape. Like yeah, thank you. Oh, okay. Um, and at the 
at the playing field would be the palace. So oh. it, it all can all can witness the glory that the capital city has built. That's fancy. Um, I suppose even being a resident from this uh, from this city, I've never had um, a call to actually go to the palace. Yeah, you may have been to the palace once or twice, but mm-hmm. never escorted to the palace, and mm-hmm. never in the inner palace proper. Mm-hmm. So you may have seen the the. The like the the out the outer walls. The mm-hmm. you may have been blessed with the opportunity to pray at the the, mm-hmm. the royal cathedral, but you have never like stepped foot in the palace itself. And I so, uh, I tell the party be on your best behavior. This is quite an honor. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like brushing the dirt off. Of yeah. The <laughs> So you all are welcomed into a side chamber, mm-hmm. a sort of guest barracks. It's, it's, it's quite a massive hall with beds of the finest qualities and the, 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 the thinnest of silks and the hugest of thread counts. Uh, every bed has a footlocker made of gilded brass and ruby corners. It's a beautiful sight. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there is no such thing as, as stone floors here. Everything is... Of a, of, a, of a manner prettier than stone. Hmm, these walls could talk. Yeah, well the walls are made of stone. <laughs> so the walls can talk. And they can be climbed. Ha. Well, so can the floors, because I said that you would never need to, but yes, these floors are made of gemstones, so you could walk on them as if you were walking on the floor. So does this mean that uh, he can basically ignore uh, hazardous terrain if it's made of stone? Yeah. Wow! So yeah, freedom movement in water and on hazardous terrain. Yeah, well, up stone. Yeah, up so stone. like if you guys are walking up the jagged face of a mountain, you could just be like, "Come on, guys, it's fine." Like, just, yeah. Y'all are climbing like from crag to crag. I'm just like, guys, come on, dude, carry us. Look, every <laughs> crag is a step in the staircase, and you guys are like, "This sucks." <laughs> I'm like literally running laps. <laughs> Show off. Yeah, but uh, you are welcome to this area, and. Um, you are by the time you make you make yourself to the palace proper, uh, you are welcomed. You are, are your escort of royal guardsmen are removed from you, mm-hmm. and you are gifted with the the guidance of essentially the head butler. Hmm. Like sort of, you have never seen a dwarf in fancier clothes, and this man is a servant. Like it's. He has, you know, just a proper tuxedo, almost, sort of garment. Uh, culturally appropriate, but, you know, so different from what we think of a tux would be, but mm-hmm. something similar to that. Um, you know, he, he's wearing a uh, tie or some other manner of, of, of garment that would deduce that he is constantly in a professional setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, uh, he, is, he is, like, his hair is, is trimmed, his beard is waxed, like... This guy looks fucking sharp. Hmm. Uh, and and he, you know, guides you all from the gates, down from the portocollis over to the side passage, into this guest barracks, and says, tells you all, we've been expecting the group of you five, of your appropriate sizes. Each of your footlockers that have, that are engraved with your names should have a array of clothing that fits you appropriately. Please choose your favorite. They are all acceptable. But do not wear what you're wearing. Just look at his clothes. 
I would think be, they're saying don't the wear armor and weapons. It would be unbecoming to dress uh, as you. ragged as you are before the king and queen. We're also probably covered in blood and dirt. I cast mending and fix my armor. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a constant thing. Oh, man. Yeah. The fact that that's a cantrip is awesome. Casting mending was a was a huge fucking running joke in the last campaign of Yalzar, so oh, the yeah? fact that you accidentally uh, stumbled into doing it. it is pretty fantastic. Ah. Keep it going, bro. <laughs> it's a good spell. It's a great spell. Oh, I great love spell. the fact that it's a cantrip. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. Alright, so he, he uh, points to a side room mm-hmm. that you only change in if you mm-hmm. feel the need of privacy, mm-hmm. and he says that he will be just outside the door should you need him. Uh, is there a mannequin for me to put my armor on, or should I just like throw it on the bed? Absolutely. Okay, great. I start taking off my full plate and putting it on the mannequin. Okay. I'm going through the full locker. So. Alright. I dress uh, in the simplest color. clothes I find. It exists in there. Take a color photo. Let's go with a very nice deep maroon with like copper accents and a leaf motif. You don't get the leaf motif, but the color is there. Fair. I will take it. I just picked my dad color, by the way. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to go up and open my footwalker. Pick a color. Green. Forest green. Okay. Um, you are able to find a series of... Uh, an, an outfit that seems cohesive, that is prominently earth-toned with um, gold and brass accent. Sweet. Hmm. Am I noticing that there's more in this I'm box this than shit. the size of the box should be able to fit? No. Okay. It's not a box of hold. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be able to take it with me anyway. Uh, I'm going to look for anything that has, uh, like, Morden's holy symbols on it, preferably in blue and white. You absolutely find the blue and white coloration to your liking. Okay. But if you want to brandish your holy symbols, you'll have to use your own. I'll go ahead and wear my holy symbol. Why not? Yeah. Seems appropriate. Might have a couple of things in it. Mending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm still taking my book with me. Sure. Just simplest, palest, dingiest color I can find. So you want beige <laughs> shirt with beige pants and beige socks? So silver. <laughs> you gonna be like Captain Khaki over there? <laughs> he wants to look you, like you, a janitor. You find, did you describe yourself as being like smoky gray blue or yeah, I'm, green, I'm, more green skinned? Uh, blue. Okay. Um, you find, you find an, a, uh, an outfit that is more green than you are, but it perfectly accents your color. Okay. I hate it. Yep. Nothing, nothing has cuts in it. Nothing is frayed. Every seam is perfect and double stitched. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, they're double stitched. What? what does that mean? Nothing. My brother. Uh, Snapchat. When we go to leave, I ask the uh, uh, supporting Hitler youth. So <laughs> I ask the dwarven butler if we're free to keep these once we leave, because this is like easily the nicest clothes I've ever had. The fact that they seem almost custom made is a little weird. I'm not asking. <laughs> now this is mine. I'll pee in it. It's mine. Tenchi <laughs> <laughs> would probably walk out with it anyway. Let's be honest. Let me be fucking serious with you guys. If the Queen of fucking England invited you into her palace and you had tailor-made fucking garments, would you not, to ensure you got to keep the fanciest clothes you'd ever owned, I would pee in it. 
I would point my dick up and pee on the shirt. Like, come on. Fanciest clothes you could ever I would do the dog thing where I lay the clothes on the floor and then just rub my butt over them. Legs on the V-shape and just dragging with my head. The point is that you all look as wonderful, as prettily dressed as you ever have. Fly as fuck does not quite describe it. It's approximate, though. Bork looks very disgusting. Bork probably looks very uncomfortable. Tenchi just looks weirdly out of place. I'm digging it. I don't know, you've been wearing fancy clothes for weeks now. But it was like a mishmash. There was never anything that was solid. You know, it was like a coat of one color, pants of another. You in like a puffy shirt, like a puffy pirate, like what vampires wear, you know? Like the, I was going to go with Shakespeare, but that from, works too. Yeah. From Seinfeld, you know, like a puffy shirt? Oh, yeah. That's what I imagined you in. But a monk. Nah, if anything, it would be mostly like a robe that would be like really nice, but big enough to fit me. Because I'm a monk, let's face it. Well, I think she's meaning now. Shit, I gotta figure out what this is. No, I thought you were wearing the stuff that you stole from the vampire den. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For a while I was, but it was like this mishmash of stuff because I just kind of... Right, but it would still have, like, the floof. Yeah, there's probably still some, like, ruffled floof. So I look very strange. vampires. But now I have this color... That's fine, they're undead, it's cool. Yeah. But now I've got, like, this whole color-coordinated thing that actually fits me, and Tenchi's like, I didn't even... What? What even is this? I'm used to three five where you have a racial uh, dislike of uh, automatically built into your character. Morpho is not racist. He hates everyone. Anyway, so I didn't think he looks very good. His yeah, suit. dashing doesn't quite dapper. Yeah, even suave, sophisticated, well put together, bond adjectives. Anyway, we're going to go meet the rulers. Yeah, so, um... Are they the metric or ten minutes real? later, the, uh... You guys are all dressed, um... And the butler sort of raps against the door of the barracks and sort of pokes his head in and says, Are we all ready? I say, I've never looked so suave in my life. And Do I we go get to keep walking these? up to the door. <laughs> of course. We made them for you. We have many eyes in the stone. He starts looking at the walls. Um, yeah, pull me. <laughs> Vin being the only woman. Holy shit, Question, she's the did only she, woman. Yeah, right. Did she actually go into the side room to change? <laughs> yeah. Or is she just like, fuck it, I'm an adventurer. We've been traveling together for a while. We camp most of the time. I feel like we've all seen yeah. everything. Yeah. The one thing we haven't actually figured out, have any of us bathed in the last month? Great water, quick. <laughs> Just saying. Sorry, I, I probably need to say this. I absolutely need to say this, but you all have bathed. Okay. Yeah, I seem to recall the last time we stayed somewhere, um, at, at, right before we got on the elevator to come here, uh, Kenny explicitly said we all were refreshed by, you know, sleeping, eating, and bathing. Okay, that's fair. Because the only thing I can think of is I've already I mean, tried to powerbomb a gin slash uh, <laughs> uh, a mirrored. I've come face-to-face and grappled with the camel of death that was made out of death <laughs> and smelled like death. That's true. But yeah, but yeah no. It, since before you all got dressed, you all have been okay. taken to a bath. So we don't reek. That's correct. Fair. You all, you all, you all smell as fresh as you are capable of. <laughs> 
I don't think my beard has ever been so trimmed and proper. Right. <laughs> Tenji's hair just loops right back. Yeah. Uh, so you all are ready to enter the palace. Sorry. You're fine. Um, on your way, the butler is sort of half walking backwards through this palace that he knows like literally the back of his hand. So he's speaking to the group of you in common. Um, do you all know how to appropriately recognize the royalty of this palace? <coughs> yeah. I, I, um, Father just taught me how to bow. Can I do a... Uh, I think that's going to be it. A stone history check to see if they're wearing crowns and shit? You would know. Yeah. You would know the proper, like, salute slash bow mixture that would be appropriate. I'd probably, I'd probably give them a heads up then. <laughs> well, he's doing that right now. Oh, okay. Um, he tells you that it's, it's for ladies, it is sort of your traditional French curtsy with a slight... Uh, masculine spin. Like, I mean, Dwarven society is very masculine, so it's all about power displays, no matter even if you're trying to be, like, beneath Dainty. the queen. Uh, so it's it's like a curtsy, but it's like, instead of both hands out to the side, it's one hand out to the side and a hand to the chest and, like, a gentle bow sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, uh, uh, for, for, for males, it's like, it's like a proper bow, except both hands are crossed against the chest. And it's a nod with the head, and then a bow with the body, and then reverse on the way up. Mm-hmm. But it, so my point is that it is it is weird to some of you, some of you all. Like that's different, but I get it. I would probably know the human equivalent to that. Yeah, as being a absolutely, soldier, absolutely, but absolutely. But you have to greet them in their native bow, apparently. Right. Well, well, this butler's being awfully stickler for details. I mean, to to you to to him, you're your royal guests, and you will be fucking guests in the court. You know, you, he he feels responsible, and that's very transparent. Butlers aren't known for being laid back. <laughs> they buttle. They anyway, so he walks up to he 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 turns back around after he has explained, and you all have displayed. Uh, the ability to perform the respective bows, curtsies, what have you. Um, he walks up to a side door and he says, well, this is the throne chamber. You will all would be face-to-face to the great uh, uh, royal family. Be on your best behavior. I will not be joining you. What kind of role would you call it to contain Ogden's giddiness at actually finally being able to meet the king and queen? You may have seen the the king and queen like like waving at like mm-hmm. a like a, an arena or a tournament of something or mm-hmm. just like a public appearance. Mm-hmm. But to be like I'm walking into a room to yeah. meet the king and queen, yeah. it would be like it would be like a millennial meeting Obama. Yeah. Like like you guys ever hear about those events where like uh, YouTubers would like interview Obama for five minutes? Yeah. I imagine it would be like that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where you're like, holy shit, I'm talking to one of the most important people of the free world for, and it's like, for me. Like, how cool is that? Um, So a survival check, then. Right. (laughs) Try not to have a heart attack. (laughs) Pretty much. Constitution check, don't die. (laughs) Cure wounds, cure wounds, cure wounds. Resuscitate. (laughs) Quick, play on hands. uh, Slap your shit. Look at that wave. Oh, whoops. Sorry. <laughs> that was loud. Sorry, yeah. listeners. Um, yeah, no, no, no. So you are welcomed into the, the grand uh, hallway that is most of the throne room, as throne rooms tend to be. Mm-hmm. A lot of pomp and circumstance and then a pair of chairs. Um, 
but you all walk in, and it is a series of tall stone columns, and at the end of a long pelt rug hallway, or uh, however you would call that, a treeway. Um, and it's and it's not it's not like a like a like a proper rug. It's like bare pelt, bare pelt, bare pelt, bare pelt, sort of like lay. Um, mm-hmm. They're not stitched together. It's they're not. It's yeah. They're laid upon each other. So it's 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 like look at look at my quarry, like kind mm-hmm. of a boisterous day's chore. Get new ones every day. Standard. Are they side to side or or ass to mouth? <coughs> side to side. Okay. You never go ass to mouth. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I All just right, had clerks, to ask. Clerks, clerks, clerks two. And we're gonna leave it at clerks two. Or human centipede take No. Clerks two. <laughs> okay. Although Human Centipede 3 is fucking hilarious. Anyway. Wait, there was a third one? Oh my god, oh my yeah, god. it's horrible to watch it sometimes. <laughs> okay. Oh god. I watched the first one, that was enough. Yeah, good. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Bork just shuddered. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so at the end of this, at this short but impressive uh, hallway, is a pair of very... I don't want to say simple as to diminish the gravitas... But simple in design thrones. Um, both very angular, one very angular in its design and entirely comprised of simple stone. The other one also purely of simple stone, but, but rounded edge everywhere. Beveled. Yeah, thank you. Almost as if that the rounded one sort of is a mimicry of the city's shape and layout. Hmm. Interesting. Whereas um, the other one is a for you immediately you recognize like oh like you know that's traditional stonework and this is you know more modern stonework mm-hmm. and so that is supposed to be representative of those two roles. Can I go ahead and make a uh, scry location on this to see how long that uh, beveled one has been there? You can absolutely do that. However, it would take some time to do. Never mind that. You also have to touch it. <laughs> Me yeah, guys. I'd probably get uh, shake Excuse me, Queen, I need to touch your chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. Wait. You just paw your wait, chair what, and have What memory is this? Oh, oh, God, you went and asked him out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me have a vision on your chair. Um, no. <laughs> so could you? Yes. Will you? Probably not. Yeah, that's safe to say. So, but sitting in these chairs, the, the, the hard stone angle and the beveled one are the queen and king, respectively. The king fancies, uh, his, his hair color is a brazen red, just as, as prominently red as the Irish are capable of <laughs> in America, and, and I say almost in America, in Earth. Um, and he has just this great head of hair with a crown sitting almost comedically upon it. Uh, like It's not like on his head, it's like on the hair. <laughs> so uh, the hair is very wild and not really tame. Yeah, correct. Am I thinking Merida here from Brave? In color, but not in style. Okay. And his beard is wide and traditional for a dwarven uh, beard uh, with, with no beads in it or anything. It's sort of like a cascading wave on a beach of hair. Uh, Curly or not? Wavy. 
Uh, he favors a gilded eye patch over his left eye. Mm. And his scepter seems like it's more capable of combat than of ritual. Uh, his wife, the queen, sits in the more angular of the two thrones. And she, uh, he, she like he, are both in obviously the finest of garments, favoring hard reds and golds, the royal colors. Uh, that was close. And she, in this long, flowing, beautiful dress uh, that shows her, let's call it royal curves. Um, her huge tracts of land. Your words, not mine. <laughs> uh, favoring her almost Vlad villain mustache. <laughs> I said dwarven women have mustaches. <laughs> you should have been ready for this. <laughs> Which is the one, the yeah. vision in my face. Yeah, our monk was not ready for it. Yeah, her, her, t- her sort of royal tiara that denotes her as queen is simple but effective. There's a prominent, like, uh... Circle? Well, yeah, it's a simple, simple, like, like... Tiara? Sort of tiara, okay. circlet. Um, I'm trying to describe the gemstone. You guys remember the Arkenstone from the... The Hobbit movies. Oh, so yeah. like uh, Opal shining Opal? white. Yeah, like like shining exactly, exactly yeah. like that. So yeah, a very a, a fiery opal sort of <clears throat> sort of gemstone. Actually, that would probably be about as close because fiery opals almost have a chromatic yeah. rainbow look yeah, to yeah. them, and they're very shiny. Yeah. So that is what rests in her tiara to denote her as queen, and she actually, uh, as her scepter or royal scepter would be. Straight up a battle axe that is obviously more for ritual than for war. Interesting. It is it is entirely made of soft metals, you know, your golds and your your silvers, uh, but looks like a weapon, but it's clearly a a ritual item. Whereas the king's scepter looks like a a a kingly ritual scepter, but looks like it's made for war. Uh, so they, the, between the two of them, they are quite a contrast. Hmm. Uh, at the same time, being also an immaculate complement to each other. Is this is this kind of like how chess pieces? The queen is stronger than the king. In some ways, hmm. I get that. Like, if her throne is the older style and more ritual, and then his is a newer style and more. Combat ready. Oh, like I was it just kinda, represent two different sides of the kingdom. Maybe? I was under the impression that the uh, angular one was oh. for uh, the king. No, the angular one is where the queen sits. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh I so was totally missing that then. So yeah, your right. sort of analysis of that is she sort of seems to represent a lot of the, the old tradition. ways and the culture mm-hmm. and the tradition of the dwarven people, mm-hmm. where he is the ever changing, ever ready, militant aspect of the dwarven people. Hmm. That's. Perfect for the king. It looks great. So, uh, Bork is uh, drawing the uh, king with his eye patch, his crown, and his beard. No mouth, just beard. <laughs> I mean, yeah. When you got a beard that big, there is no mouth. I have no like mouth, a, and I must beard. What kind of mustache was it that you Like a blonde villain? What's that? So, it so very nice and thin curls. and then curls. Well, no, it doesn't curl. No. It goes out very, and it sort of curves. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a. Like a Kind of a dolly type Yes, deal? very yeah. dolly, but <laughs> muted compared to dolly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does she wax it? <laughs> yep. 
and it's like Does wax. Does she have a unibrow? That one is perfect. Does she have a unibrow? No. Probably immaculately trimmed the eyebrows. Is, she, is it waxed? Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> That's fine. She's a queen. She can do what she wants. I don't want to bow too early, but I kind of want to bow now. Okay. <laughs> um... So yeah, no, you guys all uh, approach the thrones, um, and the king and queen almost in unison raise their scepters and into the stone, and they both rise up. Uh, and looking up at the four of the five of you, uh, this they they gently lower their heads in respect to you all. At which point I bow. And probably throw my back out with how deep I'm I kind of scramble after him going, oh shit, are we supposed to do that now? <laughs> Anyone else? Yeah, sure, I Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm drawing, I don't care. <laughs> it is really pretty hard right thank you. Bridge ready. Yeah. No. yeah, I'll follow the lead. Okay. Um, and so a moment later, uh, the, the royalty man, half elf in that you know, position. <laughs> raised their heads back up and opened their three eyes, uh, and sit back down on their thrones. The queen sort of looks to the king, and the king, like, sort of gently nods at his face, more than his body. And, uh, and she takes her hand off of her scepter, and it just stands there. Like, <laughs> even it obeys her. <laughs> and she like sort this. of, like, regally claps. Um, and a line of servants flood out of a offshoot room. And some of which carrying a table, some of which carrying chairs, and set before the four of you, five of you, a table and chairs for you all to sit at. Hmm. Uh, so you're like sitting in an array on one side of the table facing the world seat. Well, I take my seat. Not yep. to be rude. Okay. I sit. Um, it's been a long day. So you all, you all sit down, um, mm-hmm. and uh, the king sort of, you know, bows his head fully at the queen and she's sort of not standing back up again but resting her hand in the scepter and sort of taking she they have been very orderly up till this point mm-hmm. um, and so she sort of relaxes her shoulders and nuzzles into her throat a bit and with a voice that is strong powerful and at the same time as caring as a newborn's mother speaks to you all and says, there is no amount of gold in the world that me or my husband can gift you all to express our gratitude. You have saved the lives of our people, you have saved our city from ruin, and you have done a service to the world, as the crystals would tell it. We thank you in all ways we are capable, and if you would, share with us this meal. My husband would like to ask what we could give to you for what you've done. Kind of looking around at the rest, everyone not saying anything, Ogden says, it was my honor. Yeah, Morden breeds some of the best of us. He says as he drops his coaster on his drink. (laughs) (laughs) Happened in game. Mm-hmm. We would be honored to share a meal with you. 
at such point, the uh, the king sort of like slams his scepter's butt into the ground uh, a, a pair of times, and from the other side of the throne room, a line of servants flood in, maybe eight or ten. Can't tell they're moving awful quick. <laughs> Especially for dwarves. They step lively. <laughs> they got that enhancement uh, speed. Bring... <laughs> You know, a really good class for butlers is a couple levels of barbarian. It really goes a long way. <laughs> Zoom! <laughs> they, they, they bring you all plates of food that was, like, made seconds before this moment. As if every single fucking thing outside of this room has been carefully planned. Mm-hmm. Almost as if. It's a royal procession. And, yeah. And, and set before each of you is a plate of immaculately smelling delicious food. Drool. Uh, soups, <laughs> breads, meats... Everything. Um, marmalades are set in jars upon the table. There's a, a gravy train set on the table. Like shit that you would be like, I'll pay fifty gold for a feast at a fucking tavern is dirt compared to this food. <laughs> uh, and and you know the 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 king and queen are brought a table and set before them, and they are received plates of food as well. And let's call it a full minute passes before all of the skittering footsteps of servants of the royal palace are, are completely silent again, and you all are looking at a table full of wonderful food. And uh, the king sort of rests his scepter against his throne, unlike the queen, who simply rests her scepter where it stands, almost as if it seems to obey her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the king sort of looks towards you all as a table and says... In peace, we may feast. See you on the other side. And he begins to Tension just goes nuts. Like, he's grabbing bread, dipping it in the marmalade, like, a leg of something. He devours it. He dips the bread in gravy. He dips the leg in marmalade. Ogden's being very careful to use the utensils and not inhale his food. Like, this is the biggest honor he's ever going to get in his life, as far as he knows. He's being incredibly proper, rigid back, just... Very slow the cuts. Difference. And, right. Exactly. It's like the savage, barbaric munching of, you yeah. were told to eat, now fucking eat. Right. Versus, I know what's extinct here, I'm going to be on my best behavior, and there's like wood chips of like bone and meat flying to his I guess I'll be a, a medium between those two. <laughs> sure. Just gonna mostly, like, I mean, maybe a little nicer than normal. Sure, but yeah, to yeah, yourself. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Does Bork. Bork just sit there and pout and poke at his food? Bork is just eating. Mm. Okay. He's not even trying to dress it up. So we have every single okay, aspect so of the spectrum. Posh, semi-posh, normal, wood chipper. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly the, uh, the cast of this generation. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, the meal is wonderful, of course. I mean, what else would you expect? Mm-hmm. Um, shit, the fucking leaves in your salad are practically made of fucking gold. <laughs> uh, Tasty. <laughs> And after the, the meal <coughs> subsides and your hungers go with that, uh, that, that passing, um, the king sort of grabs the table and slides it aside uh, with minimal effort mm-hmm. and sort of stands up resting one hand on his scepter at his thigh high and says, So, as my wife has foretold to you all, I am to barter in such a crass terminology with you wonderful individuals. I understand what this room and what this 
situation would make seem. But I tell every single one of you, if what it would take to make you happy is a kingdom, I would make those walls erect. I would make those buildings come to pass, and I would make the peasantry flock to those places and fields. Speak carefully, speak truthfully, and this capital will pay whatever price. Ogden's mind is just reeling with possibilities. After a moment, he'll answer. But if anyone else wants to go first, for the one for the first time ever, you actually see the wheels in Tenchi's head turning. <laughs> and the cobwebs fall off too. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're a little rusty, but they're there. Yeah. Is anyone going to answer first? Nope. Dude, here, this is your domain. I'll go ahead and say that uh, we need passage to. Uh, what is it? Yarda no. Majora, Yalta Majora. Where in it? Um, just to the continent so that we can continue our quest to help the other crystals. We know that our one of our next destinations is the rainforest. I can make that. That is all I ask. The rest of you? Be proud. <laughs> I appreciate your offer, but I don't really feel like I need anything. Really no... Like, to what do you call things? God? I call him. Here at Joseph. He's the god of honor and war. Yeah. <laughs> it's one, the uh, cow headed one. One right? single hair from her golden head. <laughs> do, you, do you call any parish home? No. Doctor, can you name? Time. Parish. No. Mostly because I don't know what that is. Parish is like a monastery, a whole like a place where that where people of that god practice their faith. Like a church. Yeah. You technically would have come from one being a paladin. A parish is like the territory that a church holds. Okay. Well, me as a player, I I don't know of any, but my character probably would. So you start off. Please that that up. You can literally just make one. Never know poverty. Cool. You're up. What else? <laughs> uh, Wonderful. She's gorgeous. Let me see. I see that only... Beard, that mustache. <laughs> uh, to help... See, I seek knowledge and to uh, aid the crystals. Oh, sorry, what's the name of your god? Kira, Kira, Kira Jolt, Jolt. You, Kira Jolt. K-I-R-I dash J-O-T-I-T-H. Dora. Alright, I got a honor and war. And honor. War and honor. <coughs> Shovel the bison um, horns. Yeah. Do you know what your symbol, your holy symbol is made out of? Pop quiz time. I know it has bison horns on it. Right, so you know the symbol, but do you, like, just ballpark me, did you pay for the silver one, or did you just no. get the wooden one? The wooden or, or, or like, steel. I probably look for steel. Okay. And Morden, probably yeah. a stone hammer? Probably a stone. Or some sort of durable metal. And 
I heard at the very the close. And I seek knowledge. Um, perhaps access to the royal library or something. Done. Hmm. I assume there's a royal library. I don't know. There is. It's probably written in Dwarven, so you're going to need me to go with you. You know, I'm pretty sure the conspiracy. So translator done with reading these books. No, you gotta <laughs> read one more. Just come on, one more page. Oh my god! <laughs> so many books. Who the hell made all of these books? So, <laughs> after asking them what he wanted or what she wanted, you know, obviously the king would turn to to Tenchi and ask, and it's like, okay, what do you want? It's quiet. It's really quiet. Like, you're not sure if Tenchi actually heard the question or not. Right. <laughs> Tenshi's just kind of like picking at his plate. A favor. Name it. I don't know what it is yet. Do you have kin? Yes. But I was thinking I'd like to hold on to your gratitude. Call a favor later. You sort of, um... The king, like, looks to the table that he has shoved aside and sort of wraps on it uh, a prime number amount of times. Uh, and a scribe comes to his aid, his side. Says, for the sake of my man here, tell him your name, all of it. Hamatenshi. Of? I, I, I don't have... My island had no name. Where does it lie? Yes, a thing for a minute. Southwest of the continent? This one? Yes. <clears throat> Do you see this dwarf? Yes. His name is Malkir. Hello, Malkir. <laughs> like, yeah, what? Should you ever find need to call such favor and are in this city, seek him. And he will bring you to me. At such time, my debt will pay. Okay. Thank you. I believe my halls have heard the rest of your all's cries. I believe they are ready to come in. Is that right? He sort of, like, almost looks to the shadows of his throne room as if to see an answer that you all haven't been aware of. And uh, from that shadow, or a doorway that you had not been aware of, <laughs> comes a white-bearded old dwarf. Takes the, the old dwarf, let's call it half a minute, to walk the hall to you all. Mm -hmm. Aged, old, and chrome-like. The dwarf walks to the two of you and hands each of you a silvered, enchanted version of each of your holy symbols. While you hold this holy symbol and cast through it, your spell save DC and your spell attack rolls are plus one. Mm -hmm. So whatever your spell saves are, whatever your spell attacks are, they're up by one, and for you, this will also imbue your smites. With a plus one bet, uh, bonus. To hit or for damage? To hit. Okay. He, the, the sage sort of walks over to Ven 
and says, pardon me, dear, and like rests his hands upon your, third fingers upon your face and begins to murmur. I'm trying to hold it together, but this is really weird. Yeah. He murmurs in Dwarven, and a few seconds later, it stops being Dwarven, and it sounds like common. Oh, nice! You don't need a translator anymore. And he also, after you begin to understand the words he's speaking, he hands you, or puts on the table for you, an old stone key, and tells you in Dwarven... This key will let you into the new library. Thank you. And then he sort of cripples his way out of the room. <laughs> he cripples his way out of the room? Hey man, that's a long walk, man. He's like a thousand years He hobbles? Years old. Yeah. No, no, cripples his He's right old way. even for a dwarf. Right. He's a cripple. But he ain't ancient elven old. He's close. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I believe dwarves usually live to an age of about, what, 350? Yeah. About that. Yeah, so he's probably over 400. Old. Yeah. <laughs> Older so than he's he should up be. There. So, uh, yeah, that happens. Um, you are all paid, are given your um, credences, including your favor to be held. Uh, and I forgot his name. What was his name again? Uh, Malkir. I got it. How would you learn this kind of It's magic, don't worry about it. How would you learn a new language normally? in the game, normally? Uh, in the player's handbook, there is a system where you have to study with someone who speaks the language for, like, months, yeah. and you pay them gold. Okay, so I could, like, pay Ogden gold, and then learn it. Yes. Like, okay. But you don't have to anymore, because you already see Dwarven. I already know it. <laughs> You say step off in Dwarven. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Whatever cool. that is. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it, there's like a whole section for like teaching. You can like teach proficiency and skills and shit. You can... I feel like that's not used enough. Oh, wow. I well, it's... it's was right on those mechanics notes. exist in the rule book, so you can do them like between adventures. Like, uh, you know, say this, this, this campaign ends and I say, hey, it's going to be ten years later same characters, Yeah. what have you been doing? Shit. And you'd be like, I've learned proficiency in these three skills, I've learned these languages. Learned how to do reflexes. Yeah. <laughs> Even uh, while intoxicated. The, these two Especially languages, and I've also gained three levels. Yeah. From training. Hmm. For like four years. Interesting. That'd be a nice so th- those are things that you can do. Hmm. And they're into the rule book, so it's all very laid out. I feel like if it's like, I mean, maybe it's a little cheaty, but if there's a, um, if it takes us a month to get to, you know, their Majora, and you're like, well, I'm going to be studying language while we're on that ship for a month, yeah. you could maybe get halfway to a language or something yeah. like that. No, that was a thing, actually, in the last Yalzar campaign, was uh, one of the characters was a dwarf, and one of the other characters was a half-orc, and the half-orc spoke orcish, and almost taught the, the dwarf orcish on the over the course of a a uh, naval yeah um, when there's not much else to do. right yeah. orc you should teach me orcish i'll teach you dwarven in turn no no oh. Damn. <laughs> i speak something in orcish that vaguely oh, resembles look, look. a slight insult yeah. all right 
<laughs> so those are your gifts. And the, the, the king continues. As for your precise desires, <coughs> Ogden of Moradin, my good queen here will help you all in that quest. And he sort of sits back down. Queen stands up, still has her same very almost like honey milk tone of phrase and uh, almost continues the sentence that her, her, her husband left and that was and how I will do that is very simple I know a man an old, old man who once played a role very similar to you all the wheels are turning again he will be here soon and he will do something that most never know or ever experience. The magic of teleportation. I'm sorry, the window? The magic of transportation. Hmm. Do you know what she's talking about? I think she's saying we won't need a boat to get where we're going. Which is unheard of, by the way. Like. Oh, so I don't even have any idea what that word means. You, well, she, yeah, she explains it, but like... It's just, you said it's, it's like rocket in science. Stories, like, yeah. like raising the dead. Yes. It's or like it's, teleportation it's more, it's, it's, in this world. Huh? That's it's exactly like what it is. In this world. In, yeah, it's just in this world means that, you know, it's not something that's ever heard of. It's not something that's ever yeah. been done. Raising, raising the dead is, is rare, but it has been done. Um, teleportation magic is unheard of in Yalzar. <laughs> it, is, it is very powerful magic. And like all explanations for it, just over attention. Just like, yeah, I probably. Don't, I don't get it. Sorry, it's weird. Do no, any of you know the name Ulgrim? Yes. Let's see if I can remember them talking about it before. The elves were talking about nope. him previously, actually. Yes. Well, the elves that you all have helped have knocked on his door. <coughs> he replied with being busy. Hmm. However, our friends are a bit more determined than knocking on a door. <laughs> I expect, and at that moment she is, she stops her sentence, and there is a loud... Do um, you guys remember Sword in the Stone? Vaguely. Yeah. The very end of the movie. You mean the uh, the Disney movie? The yeah, cartoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not very well. Okay. Refresh at the, me. At the end of the movie of Sword in the Stone... Mm -hmm. Um, there's the climactic, like, wizard battle between Merlin and Mad Madame Mim. Mm -hmm. After that, mm -hmm. uh, Merlin sort of sets the young boy Arthur to be the king of Camelot. Um, and then there is a time lapse where he says, You're all set, my boy. I'm going to go. I'll be back soon. And then years later, you know, Arthur has been ruling the kingdom. And the, the sort of scene sort of comes into play with sort of like a DeLorean, like, flaming road, like, mm -hmm. pathway in the chamber, like, the throne chamber mm -hmm. of, of Camelot, except it's, like, magical sparks along the ground, but same, like, track lines. Mm -hmm. And it's Merlin, he's, like, like curving his heels across the ground <laughs> from traveling at, like, magic light speed, as it were. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing like a, like a like a, a Hawaiian shirt. And has his wizard hat on. He's got like shades. And he's all tan and shit to show that he's been time traveling. Cause fuck it, I'm Merlin. Like I'm the best wizard. Yeah. 
Gonna go to fucking Disney. Yeah. So got these place on Earth, damn it. Yeah. So down the the throne room's hall, a series of magical sparks in two lanes appear. You hear craw- crawling to a stop, the likes of which could only be like referred to in sound as a minecart coming to a halt. And you look down in response to the sound, and there standing before you, maybe 20 feet behind you, is a weathered, old human man wearing a robe covered in eyes, a favoring a staff of mighty power that crackles with arcane energy and and holding on to him and then stabilizing and floating beside him is a entire suit of levitating armor wreathed in chains. Hmm. Interesting. And he sort of coughs as if the moment of that had exhausted him. <coughs> Good king and queen. And friends. Hello. Do any of these young ones, he looks at you all side to side before looking back up to the queen and king, know who I am? We've nope. heard stories. Make assumptions. Nope. He completely forgot the name already. His name is Olga. He sort of gently bows and does, he gent he bows gently and you you understand it is out of physical limitation not out of desire to show respect uh sort of oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh sort of gently gives a bow and introduces himself as I am Ogden or Ogrim Ogrim thank you Jesus. <laughs> you're still Ogden though yeah right yeah <laughs> so Sorry, does that make me get you he gets his timelines mixed up it's <laughs> uh, a thing with your wizard it gets weird <laughs> When you start understanding time, it's... All wibbly-wobbly? Yeah, it's wibbly-wobbly. Tiny line. Hacking space. He introduces himself as Olgrim, and says, You may have heard my name. I am indeed one of the four heroes of, of history, times, past. Well, some of you may have been alive. But yes, I am to pay a debt to the king and queen. Apparently to you all, as I have seen it. Hmm. Hmm. You, uh, you look amazing for your age, for a human. Oh, yes. 97 has been gentle. (laughs) (laughs) Nice touch. For those of you who can't see, he's currently picking up and shaking a mug like he's 97. Like he's feeble. Right, like he's 97. So, uh, uh, Olgrim, you know, sort of opens one side of his eye-covered robe. Thank you. Uh, and inside of it is a swirling cosmos of infinite possibility, the likes of which your eyes can barely comprehend. And after holding it over a minute, he sort of slides it out like that and then brings it back closed, and there is a doorway, literally a doorway, like you would see to a home. And he says, I believe you all wished to be in the rainforest of Yalzar Majora? Yes. This is correct. 
But if we're going through there, we need to get our armor and equipment first. And our horses. Oh, in the other room? Yes. That, they'll be there. Oh. Uh, should be. What about the horses? Should be. Horses. And the dog. <sighs> the mastiff, yeah? And the this. three horses? Yes. No, they are. Those are definitely Tenchi's just like... Handy! What? Well, I take a moment to uh, use the napkin to wipe my face and probably the rest of my beard. Throw it down. And uh, go, I'm ready. Uh, and uh, the king sort of stands up and he's been wearing a medallion. You guys probably haven't noticed amongst his assorted accoutrement. Mm-hmm. Under the beard. Right. Mm-hmm. But it is a bronze coin with a visage of, of Olgrim's face on it. Mm. He sort of takes the medallion off and looks at Olgrim and snaps it and throws it to the ground. Hmm. And sort of then, like, unlike to you all before where he sort of, like, he, like, bows to <laughs> Olgrim and then sits back down on the throne. Hmm. And Olgrim, almost with glee for a man of his age, goes, Ugh! Been wondering when that was going to get broken. <laughs> well, yes, hurry on then, through the door. Tenchi right. stands um, up and he's the first one I'm going the door. to say thank you, and it was nice meeting you to the king and queen. Now, <laughs> get on that. I uh, take up the last remaining bit of, I assume, what I have a mug of ale in front of me and say, The victory. finest. The finest. Down the rest of it, uh, very politely but determinedly slam it on the death on the uh, on the uh, table dwarvenly the dwarvenly yeah and then proceed through the door okay i proceed through the door well silent as always <laughs> this was fun the food was good you took it very nice in your robes i'm very jealous <laughs> it looks at the uh, old room. it's like is this going to tickle or hurt it's weird going going through a doorway to another place. Is this gonna be weird? Yeah. <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> I said, <laughs> "Is this going to hurt the whole teleportation?" Tel- I doubt whatever it. it is. I doubt it. Okay. You may miss an arm, but as you pass <laughs> Olgrim, sort of like weakly grabs your forearm. And from one of his side pouches produces a deck of cards. Oh god! Would you help me research something? Certainly. <laughs> Take a card. Damn. I pull a card. <laughs> you just drew from the deck of many things. Which, What's you know that? what? I, well, we already know I, I in know game that uh, Olgrim stacked has the stacked the deck. So this is going to be favorable. Most likely. Maybe. Hopefully. I hope. As if Ben didn't have enough nice things. <laughs> right? Money, hey, crystals. I don't have the shard anymore, you do. That's right, you oh, do. That's right. Yeah. For some reason. Okay. Because we're trying to experiment with it. Yeah, I suppose so. Experiment. It'd be interesting to see what it does to Tenchi. Super Saiyan. You know what? I just mm-hmm. thought of something. Super Saiyan. I fly, I shoot speed blast, I, I can do, do have a command. Nice though, you're right. You do. You really do. Like languages. I have about shit ton of languages. Common, Sylvan, Halfling, Elven, and Dwarven now. Yeah, that's about five what is a has. polyglot, I think. I, think you need... I thought that was six. Might be six. Hmm. 
You know, I just realized something. My uh, channel divinity guided strike gives me a plus ten to an attack roll, which I think that also counts a spell casting. So I could just use that if I roll shitty on like my guiding uh, guiding light or whatever it's called, guiding bolt. Yeah, Morthal knows six hmm. languages for Morthal. Weird. Wait, six? How? Oh, well, common and elven is bases. You have a plus four to your... Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's why I'm the linguist. You should teach friends some other, uh, other languages. Fuck them. Meh. That would be very uncomfortable. Yeah, you might get splinters. <clears throat> yep. Who knows, he might have been designed for that, given his, um, background. Sex bot. Hmm. He has attachments. This isn't Fallout. What? <laughs> we have a, we have a bound construct in one of our other games, um, and it's, it's already called, sounding bad. It's called a Warforged, and it's basically a... Oh, yeah, I know what it was. It's, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's a sentient construct. And we called him friend, and the joke is, is that he was actually built as a sex bot, but we left all of his attachments back in the workshop. Well... That's your guys' headcanon. <laughs> right, that's our headcanon. I'm the DM, and I said he was designed as a friend to the person who created him. Right, that's why wrong. The key. The key. Okay. Keyblade Master. <laughs> this isn't Kingdom Hearts. So, give it time. <laughs> you draw the card, and immediately disappears into a flicker of like glitter magic. And in your hands... Uh, you're about as nervous at this as I am. It'll be fine, guys. He stacks the deck. I'm sure it'll be all right. I know. It's just well, he stacks the deck. He for said him. he's testing a theory. And if we it's know anything key. about, about a theory, a key, a key it could unlock the underworld and pour forth demons. I don't know about you. It wouldn't be the worst thing you could draw, actually. I've kind of had my fill of fighting things. The deck of many things. Um, <laughs> One of the least worst things is, uh, if I if it's anything like 3-5, is you fight a Dreadwraith alone, and only oh. one of you gets to so leave. You, so you die. If no. you can beat the Dreadwraith, you leave a lot. The worst is Don John. Yeah, yeah, John John, you just uh, immediately, you immediately cease to exist. To, well, you're teleported to a pocket dimension mm -hmm. that you can never escape. Imprisoned. And, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. And your friends can only save you from it if they cast the wish spell to find where you are. Mm hmm And then go there and release you. Yeah. So yeah, that kinda sucks. So key was not that, thankfully. To ease you, key is one of the good ones. Oh, I'm not too worried. Yeah, it's um Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Take one. Take one. Now I wonder. <laughs> I've got a bit of a curiosity killed the cat type thing going on. I wonder if Olgrim picked up on your arcane energies, and that's why he offered you the deck and nobody else. Because, let's face it, divine, divine, non magical. Yeah. And then Possibly Hamakar. retarded. <laughs> Dude, I have a minus one right In your hands Whoa. appears a staff of power with low charges. Okay. Careful there, buddy. That's what the staff of power looks like, by the way. 
Well, I still get to look like a badass. Um, except let's let's go ahead and color it to more your theming. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of got <laughs> earth tones. These knobs are more leaf shaped, mm-hmm. um, and it is peri- it's perimeter is gold. So this staff is wielded as a magical quarter staff that you are proficient in. You gain a plus two to bonus to attack and damage rolls made with it. And while holding it, you gain a plus two bonus to your armor class, your saving throws, and your spell attack rolls. Here, you just take that and write shit down. But but it has zero charges, can never gain charges, so you can't use any of the abilities on it. But you can still benefit from the perks. That's kind of nice. Good. Hmm. Considering some of the other ones that she could have rolled... I would not say it's the most powerful, but it's still pretty good. It's still pretty good. She could have gotten the sun and gained 50,000 experience points. <laughs> At uh, which point, we would be majorly just uh, behind her. Yeah, she Because she'd immediately she, jump to what, level 10? Yeah, level 8 or, or 9. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. For, for you. you. Jinx, you owe me a soda. Here, let me go no. up and get that for you. <laughs> So yes, no, you, you, you draw the key, a, a staff of power uh, appears in your hands. At your size. Yes. At your size appropriate. You are proficient with it as a weapon. Nifty. And then you, as the last of them, walk through the door. What is proficient with it? You add your proficiency bonus to attacking with it. If you ever, you know, need to hit something in melee and not use your Eldritch Blast for whatever Shame reason. you're not a pack of the blade. Yeah, right. <laughs> Alright. So. The, so. You are all now standing in a rainforest. You're all now standing in a rainforest. It's muggy, it sucks, it's hot. But hey... There's those footlockers with all your stuff in it and a mannequin with your armor on it. Oh. Immediately starts changing clothes back into the stuff that he used to wear. Did up. Take ten minutes to don my armor, put my nice robes in my uh, backpack, and you said the footlockers are there with all the nice clothes? No, they just have your stuff in it. Oh, okay. And for once, Tenchi's actually going to be, you know, semi-intelligent. He's looking at you putting on the armor and going, it's going to be really hard for you to move around. Yes, but <clears throat> hopefully things won't be able to hit me as hard. That's kind of my job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully I don't seek any quicksand. Oh, and your mounts are there. Yay! Hey, pony boy. <laughs> Would you name them dog again? Oh yeah, you named your dog something. What it was it? It came with a name. I don't remember what its name was. I started with a T. Timor. <laughs> sure, right. <laughs> I cannot remember. We we can go and review the archives. These uh, yeah. pods of casting are quite useful in that yeah. respect. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, you guys have your armor, your things, your mounts. We have nothing to stop us from going forward. Correct. Except we have no idea where we're going. We have no idea where we are, we have no idea where we need to be, and we have no idea, like, so we have no idea. 
Well, that just cut out the entire, like, month's worth of travel on a ship, so that's kind of nice. That was so nice. Yeah, but then I just, we missed I just gained, like, expedition. a month of life. Like, I didn't waste a month traveling in a smelly ship. So All who right. has the shard? He does. I do right now. Well, given that DM cryptic hint, I will take out the shard and see if it gives me any sort of, like, yeah, I mean, go this way, motherfucker. It's, it, I was going to say that it does. Okay. Um, it's talking to you. Do you remember, it? like, the sword mechanic in Shadow of the Colossus? Yeah. Like that. Oh, great. So I hold it up and it shines. Okay, that away. <laughs> Warmer? Roughly, yeah. roughly northeast. Yeah. I say, right. anyone else want to hold on to this since we don't have any cursed black hammers in our possession? Tenchi wants it. Tenchi can have it. <laughs> you have. He looks like you were gonna sleep. eat it. You were like, "Rocking." Tenchi, you have unlimited key points. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> if only I could key blast. Yeah, right. <laughs> Kamehameha. <laughs> yeah, no, I was gonna do the Vegeta thing. Possession, you have no limit of key points. Do That's... I just feel like really invigorated? For yeah. Some reason? No, you feel like you could never tire. Well, I actually don't need sleep or food, so that helps. Yeah. That's kind of awesome. That shard is incredibly powerful. Uh, yeah, almost as if it's a part of one of the four, like, material crystals that hold the world together. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you just, like, Tenchi's legs just start to flex and there's, oh, like, wait, muscles yeah, running exactly through it. Is. <laughs> It'll be a, a sad day when we have to give that up, but that day is coming, so let's not get too used to it. We've gotten many, uh... Many gifts along the way, so I imagine we'll be fine. Hey, Alright. What's the time getting to? We are at 3 hours and 24 minutes. until 11? You can go as late as you want, dude. Well, late as I want and late as we're, we're capable of two different numbers. Well, it's only 10 right now, so... I think, 11 is yeah, I think we have another half hour in us. And then we can just chill after that. Yeah, yeah okay. sounds good. Um, Alright, let's get to where we're going. Yes, so... You have a literal fucking beacon that tells you which way to go. Sweet. But unfortunately, it does not tell you how far to go. But we have our horses and our Um. So, can I do a... Uh, you, you said I could do uh, that scrying, stone cutting thing on any earthen material? Well, yeah, we shortened it to say earthen material, but I very specifically meant... Uh, stone, metal, or gemstone. So not dirt? Yes. Okay. So I couldn't tell you what lives in this uh, forest. No. No. Okay, well that's unfortunate. But I, I, I do not want to make the ranger class completely unnecessary. <laughs> okay, hey man. where did you get here? Hey man, I got proficiency <laughs> in survival too. Just saying. Alright, so let's head out in the general that way direction that the light beacon is pointing. Okay. I hop on the horse behind Hum and Karn, because, again, can't ride horse. Oh, yeah. I hop on my own little... I guess it's a pony, right? I forget what I got. I think Squat I got a pony. pony, probably. Pretty darn sure dwarves can ride horse, <coughs> can no? As a medium creature, technically speaking, yes, but they prefer ponies because they're more their size. Yeah. Okay. That's the same pony. reason why she's <laughs> on a mastiff. Yep. Well, yeah. I am a medium creature. I'm just... I seem to remember at some others. point there was some dwarf or whatnot, and it was said that. So place. some time passes, and it is the first night in the rainforest. What do you all do to set camp? Well, mm. for one, you've got the uh, 
I set up a hammock thinking I'm going to need to sleep, but I'm, like, sitting in the hammock going... Well, no, I mentioned this before to the other people who held the shard. You can know sleep. And it is just as relaxing as it normally would be, but you don't need it. I mean, it might actually be good for you to hold on to it. Since you have the rats of warning, you can just stand guard. The only issue is you don't have dark vision. That is the only issue with you standing guard. Um, I'll still know, hey, something's trying to attack us. Everyone should wake up. Either way, either of us, uh, the cleric or the uh, paladin, have dark vision. It might be beneficial for them to hold on to the uh, shard. Stand guard just all night, not even have to rest or anything. That's fine. So... I mean, we've done watches without dark vision before. True. So if you want to go for it, then fine. That's Otherwise, uh, we shall uh, decide who's who's resting and who's not. With the shard, we only need one watchman for the entire night. I mean, I'm sure the spellcasters would enjoy getting some of their spells back from a full night's sleep. This is true. Which is which is know, everyone but you. So well, which is our party. Long rest is a long rest. Yeah. We don't yeah. have any You don't effect. have to sleep for it to right. be a long but rest, my, right? But oh. they, were, they were saying, like... Oh, so it's like a sort of... It would count the same as an elf's meditation? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or, or I mean, even less than that. Like, if you, while you were holding the shard, even if you watched the camp all night, that's not intensive work to do, so you would still recharge your spell slots over the course of that guard, provided that you all weren't attacked. Okay. All right. Well, go ahead and wake us if anything attacks. I am so cool with sleeping. Yeah, yeah. right? The first time you've uh, had to sleep in a while, right? Yeah. Alright, let's do that. Alright. With his unlimited energy, Tenshi probably just does like a couple laps around camp because he just feels like, oh man, this feels good! Alright. So it is about morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, when there is a disturbance at the end of camp. Okay. Stop running my laps. Um, there is a rustling of noise near the nearby creek that is just outside the camp's borders. Okay. Okay, so the creek is just outside the camp's borders. Um, I'm gonna poke probably Vim and Bork and just go, hey, there's something rustling. You wanna come check it out? Probably okay. jolt awake. Okay. You know, like, what the, what, what, what's going on? And I shot my, my war axe out. Well, mm, don't, I don't think I'm the opposite of much slower. Uh, <laughs> okay, it's fine. Do, do, you, do you want to come check it out? Yeah. It's just yeah. some rustling. I don't know yeah. if it's anything bad, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I'll up. Yeah. Okay. Go over to check it out. See, I, I completely go. forget about Ogden because he's Ogden. You guys go over to the, the little babbling creek near camp's edge, and there is a humanoid child figure uh, gathering water, and it holds a clay pot tight to its chest, and it looks like just like a regular human child, except it has the uh, paws and face of a tiger. Interesting. Hi, we didn't mean to surprise you. It sort of like yelps and runs into the brush. Well, now you surprised it. Okay. I feel a little bad. 
Or we just go back to camp. Um, can I do a... <coughs> knowledge nature yes, check? Yes, absolutely. Not arcana, so learn that. Um, you know that there are some interesting flavors of folk that live in these, 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 these rainforests. But the likes of which that would don the appearance of a tiger is, a, is beyond. Like a man-tiger, too. Yeah. Like a, yeah. That, that seems very weird to you. Okay. But you do not know what it is. And she's going to pull out the crystal and start talking like Dryad could possibly hear him. Mm-hmm. And ask it, like... Did, are there weird cat people in the forest? He starts, like, shaking it. There's no response. Hello? I'm kind broken. of like Can a... you fix it? Oh, God. <laughs> She's not okay. listening. It's okay. Just put it away. When did you lose your lipstick? Um, a while when, ago. When we ate? Yeah. I just noticed. Yeah. It's, it's right here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Bye. Very perceptive today. He rolled a one. It's fine. Yeah, it was weird. I noticed the lipstick on the the paper towel first, and I was like, "What yeah, was, on earth did you put in that napkin?" And I then I looked up, and, eating, I was, yeah. and then it takes away from like the middle of your mouth, and then I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna wipe it all off." Yeah. So I didn't want to like apply more. No, I get you. I understand how lipstick works. You're a smart fella. Don't. Been around. <laughs> <laughs> weird, right. weird. It was a drag show, but anyway, continue. Okay, well, Bork is very interested in this child. So, phrasing? Huh? Phrasing. Phrasing? No. No phrasing. You're not going to phrase when it comes to child. He said you know. that. I fucking know. Oh, I thought you were looking at me. No, I'm looking at a fridge. Yeah. I'm not interested like I'm going to... You're, no. inter- you're interested, interested in the child. I'm interested in the fact that, you know, there's a child, half cat. I'm going after it. Right. I'm not going after, you know, like, act, acts ready, but... Or a white fan. You pursue the child. I... That sounds worse. How would you say it? There's no better way. <laughs> there is you no better way. Oh, that's it. You know, I'm not gonna edit that silence. That's perfect. There I is would no better way. Stop it. What? I hunt the child. Tail the child. Do you hunters mark the child too? Hey. A thing that you're well, good at. <laughs> the hunters mark actually doesn't work the same, I think, as the hunters mark for the whatchamacallit. Yeah, it does. The ranger. Yeah, it does. Well, it doesn't. For him, doesn't it make it so that he knows where it is at all time? It doesn't no, do that for it gives me. No, it gives you advantage on tracking it. It gives you advantage on... You also you said that it creature. lets you know where it is within a mile. Yes. Exactly. You choose a creature you can see within range and mystically mark it as your quarry. Until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 damage to the target whenever you hit it with a weapon attack. And you have advantage on any wisdom perception or wisdom survival check you make to find it. If the target drops to zero hit points before the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on a subsequent turn of yours to mark a new creature. Yep. So, so I get... You can track it really well. I get advantage to tracking it, but... You have to be able to see it, and I think it's already gone. You don't yeah. need to be able to cast it, yes. yes. To cast on it, you'll see it. Well, 
Well, I don't think I'm gonna cast Hunter's Mark. I'm just kind of curious. Just it didn't look like it was dangerous. It just shut the frick up, you two boys. Did I say anything? I thought you giggled at me or whatnot. Huh? No? Okay, I'm just imagining things. We'll check the audio later. We'll check it, yeah. We'll fix I it. I could have sworn I I'll heard a I'll fix it in the post. It's fine. It's okay. Right. We'll throw something together. Yeah. I follow the child. Yes. Alright. So following the child's path. Uh, give me a survival check. That's a net twenty. Okay. Survive the shit out of really it. good. Yeah, no, you see it's it's footpath tracks and everything. Okay. Um and and you follow it for maybe how long would you would you be willing to follow its tracks? About three minutes. Okay, e- okay, yeah, absolutely. So, um, 100 yards in to follow its tracks. So maybe a minute or two. Um, you see the bush break. Or you've been on a small, like, bush-cut path mm-hmm. for most of that. But the bushes break, and there is the entrance to a village. Hmm. Is there anybody that's following me, or...? Are you guys just did, staying did behind? Anyone, did it? I don't know. Did we follow, follow Bork? I'll follow you. I'm probably gonna go back to camp, thinking, yeah, yeah I probably shouldn't have left Ogden alone. Last time he was alone, Asleep. he got possessed. <laughs> Last time he was alone, he got possessed by a shadow monster. Meanwhile, back in cat. The trees are going glub. in slightly, and then back out, and then right. in slightly, back out. Glub glub glub. Sorry, I accidentally turned the bush again. Anywho, so yes. Yeah, I'm at the entrance. You can see the entrance to what is clearly a village with like torch lit uh, entryway. Primal village? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very primal. Like Amazon rainforest. They seem like they don't mean any harm. Mm -hmm. Going about their day. Does it? Do I see like a lot of weapons? No, you don't. You don't really see anybody walking around right now. They may not mean us harm, but they may have information on what we're seeking. That's Since true. they Do you know think the land. Maybe we could go back. Do you think you'd remember how to get back here? Yes. Yes. Okay. We could make this our first stop in the morning. Okay. It is morning. Yeah. Well, go get I mean, there's a difference between like 4 a.m. and, you know, a proper morning. Yeah. Real morning. (laughs) Second morning. Second breakfast. Eleven Z's. Afternoon tea, huh? She knows about those, right? Right. Alright, so you you, the two of you go back to the Go back. Yep. Go collect there. So you guys are are put together. Do you all venture out on horse and mastiff back or just I think since it's not that long of a walk, I I don't it it was like a minute or so. I probably just like walk my horse. Okay, sure. So, but bringing your mounts. Yes, I'd bring my mount, but... I'm going to ride my dog, because it's not really a... Oh my god, we're turning dangerous. into the invasion of, of Central America. <laughs> and not conquistadors. Yet. 
Someone has smallpox blankets. We don't know that. Smallpox blankets. Our, 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 yeah. our I heard the owl weird shit. because I wanted to hear the owl. I know Alright, so the group of you, um, do any of you describe what you've seen to Ogden whatsoever? Um, yeah, I, I tell him that, you know, we think we found a village. It doesn't, you know, appear to be, you know, a threatening village. It's pretty primal, actually. Oh, I'm still rubbing the, the sleep people? out of my eyes. <laughs> are, are these the cat people? Don't you have to prep that for ten minutes? Yeah, that's okay. You probably should, before we head to the village. You'll start prepping it as we walk. That's a thing that I can do now. No, you have, you have to, to be sitting. Yeah. I'm riding, though. But it was only a minute why for your fucking massive. You still got nine minutes. You want to stand stand outside and <laughs> wait. All right, so you're gonna you're gonna tell your group to wait before the gates in Death Cumbrian language before you go in. Well, we can what wait right now, the, as I'm describing it to Ogden. I'm gonna also have to pack things up and stuff. Yeah, that's true. You're going to have to put your armor on. Wait, so have yep. we left yet? Put my yeah, armor we on. We have not left yet. Oh, yeah, go ahead and uh, prep that while I'm putting my armor on, because it takes ten minutes to don armor. Well, it's not that it stays no. prepped. I don't really understand how ritual spells... Ritual it takes ten minutes, take to ten minutes to cast. Right. But the real question here is how long does Comprehend Languages What's its last? duration? Uh, I think not very long. One hour. Oh, one hour. And if I cast it at a higher level, can I also speak there, language? You cannot ever cast a ritual at a higher level. Okay. It, it is a static thing. Mm-hmm. So well, the shark I would not. will go ahead while everyone else is packing up. Cast comprehend language. Okay, so you can understand and speak and read all known languages. Just That's, that's awesome. a little specific. Very unspecific, actually. Um, so yeah... While he's donning his armor and you're prepping the spell, I guess we'll be packing up camp. Yep. And then by the time everybody's done, we leave and go, and I lead them back to the village. Mm-hmm. All right, so the group of you make upon the break in the brush from the river to the village. Do you all leave that brush line and they're no longer, like, hidden? or? Yeah. Okay. I'm... I'm Gonna say that we're going to enter the. We're going. I'm not. I don't have my war axe in hand or anything. I'm not trying to be as non-threatening as possible. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a pair of tigermen mm-hmm. standing at the gate of this village, um, leaning upon spears of iron-tipped head but wooden shaft, and uh, the two of them hold their spears forward towards the group of you as you approach. They speak. What languages do you speak normally? Um, common, halfling, sylvan, elven, and dwarven. Okay. You understand those languages, you do not immediately recognize it. Um, actually, let me see if Comprehend Languages tells you what languages you're hearing. Because it might, hmm. in which case I would need to tell you. Interlude. Do, 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 the rules. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go <laughs> to the lobby. These are pretty. There it is. Aren't they? Like your first set of right. That was my first set of you, dice. You, right you understand the literal meaning of any language you don't already understand. Okay. So. So I'm going to say uh, we mean no harm. We're lost travelers. So in, in Rabat, their spear-tipped aggression is uh, them saying, 
Hold, we will fetch Elder, speak to you then. Okay. So I'm going to tell the rest of my party, just chill out here, they're going to get their leader. It'll be fine. I rub the uh, sleep crusties from my eyes and pet my pony. Uh, one of the two guardsmen, the one that hadn't spoken already, uh, roars back uh, to the village in not a language, but just a roar. But you understand that the intention of that roar is a call for help slash warning. A few moments later, a older white-haired where it was normally black-striped in the mane and features of these tiger people um, walks up to the two guards and sort of like almost uh, jokingly like slaps them in their big meaty shoulders and like gestures to point their spears down. Uh, the two guards sort of rest their spears and sort of look a little bit ashamed that they're their, uh, what's the word? Predispos- predisposition towards their group. Prejudice? <laughs> um, I was going to say, like, Peace. preemptive hostility or, yeah. or defensiveness. Bravado. Did we yeah. seriously just find a, uh, a tribe of Rakasha? I don't know. What's that word mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. I guarantee you they're um, uncontacted. They might be cannibals. It's interesting because I have my genu- my character's genuine experience because I don't know that much about DD. Yeah. Um, so the the elder speaks in uh, their language mm-hmm. and says, What tongue do you know? Um. I'm going to say, I normally understand common, halfling, sylvan, elven, and dwarven, but right now, I have help understanding all languages. The uh, elder switches to sylvan. Okay. And says, so instead of you understanding just like the context, you're, you're, get, you're, you're, you're getting it. Yeah, it's, it's, you understand every word. So this matronly sort of being switches to someone and says, Oh, so this should be more amicable for both of us. Uh, yes, that will work nicely. Glazed expression over ten. What brings you and your array of friends to this part of the woods? Uh, we are lost, and um, we seek... Um... Dread. Not don't tell her what she's saying. None of us understand what she's saying. We seek um, unusual circumstances in this woods. A, uh, a spirit named Dryad is somewhere within the rainforest. And Dryad, by the way, is a word universal. Mm-hmm. So, like, the word in common for Dryad is mm-hmm. Dryad. The woman in Sylvan for Dryad is Dryad. Oh, okay. Um, not okay. necessarily for her title as a proper it's noun, like but like, spirit of the tree is dryad. Like, mm-hmm. uni- almost universally. So, you'd hear her, like, gibbering in a language that you guys can't comprehend, but you'd hear, like, blah, 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 dryad, blah, 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 blah. Just to give you guys some yeah. context. Okay. It's like when anybody says email in another language. Right. <laughs> uh, so, sorry. Repeat the last bit of your dialogue with the elder. Um... We seek out, um, we seek to find 
a spirit called Dryad will know her location by um, unusual happenings in these woods. She asks, is magic involved? Absolutely. We have many a vizier in our village who, should you not know exactly where you're going, we may be able to assist should you be able to do in kind. A barter, for say. Uh, of course. Uh, is there anything particular you seek? Our hunters sort of like leeringly looks at the two guardsmen have had trouble with a beast that has harried our, our, our crops and our rivers. Should you help us with this creature, we would provide you with whatever aid we are capable of. Okay, so I'm going to relay that to my teammates. So they said they have some elder magicians that might be able to point us in the direction of unusual magical happenings. Uh, but in exchange, we need to help them defeat this. Hey, beast. that's what we're good at. Pack Thumbs up. Yeah. Well, I mean, what we've ever done so far. Yeah, right. Be that seems if we good at it. like mm-hmm. a fair uh, trade for this information. So, uh, we will help your hunters. <coughs> well, you will help yourselves. And she sort of steps forward and... Uh, She's, she's been favoring a, a cane or a walking scepter or staff of some kind and sort of like gently rests the tip of her staff upon your, your torso. Okay. Um, and your vision wipes and like you have a bird's eye view. Literally, you are looking through the eyes of a bird flying above the canopy of the rainforest. It is a sight that almost wants to bring you to tears in terms of the raw majesty of the nature of this place. It's gorgeous. It's a sight that many never know. There is a series of unending, like, just carpet of tree canopies. Mm. But in the distance, there is a black plume of smoke that raises between a pair of tributary rivers. And then the the sort of bird's-eye perspective flips back around, and you can see white smoke. And as the bird sort of dives down uh, and perches upon a hut, you see that that white smoke is where you are and sort of looks towards the gate and you see yourself sort of like looking to the sky. Oracle. mode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then your vision returns to yourselves. Okay. So you have, you have almost a like perfect location of where yeah. you want to go. All right. I've seen where the creature resides, lies. When when do you wish to leave? What type of creature is it? It calls itself on two feet, but it normally walks on four. It has the face and mouth of a toad, and yet it can call whatever shape it wants its own. Okay, so I'm going to tell that to my teammates and then see if I can do a nature check to figure out what it is. Arcana would be appropriate. Arcana would be appropriate, okay. Uh, 14 on my Arcana. I think I know what this is as a player. 16? 
You know that that means it's probably a shape changer. Mm -hmm. uh, it is assertively, absolutely an aberration. Okay. And the toad face rings a bell. You don't know what kind because you don't know its color, but it smells like a slad. What is a slad? Slad? A being of chaos. Did you call it? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Dude, this is almost exactly like our first campaign in Yalzar. Is it really? Dude, you had us fight slads in that first temple. Oh, yeah. Right after the Titans, <laughs> which we got to join our team. Yeah. And the slads wrecked them. I remember that. Right? <laughs> it was great. <laughs> um, in the ever-changing chaos of Limbo, which is another plane of existence, bits of forest and meadow, ruined castles, and isolated islands drift through a tumult of fire, wind, water, earth. The smallest inhabitants of this inesputable plane are the toad-like Saladi. Saladi are, are undisciplined and have no formal hierarchy, although weaker Saladi obey stronger ones under threat of annihilation. And they generally look of these myriad of colors and flavors. Are you missing? Here's your picture reference. So yes, you don't know what kind of slide you're, you're, you're probably okay, going to be dealing but with, but you're going to be dealing with a slide. Okay. Cool. Um, what time is it? It's about 10 5, 1050. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to call it now, or do we want to try and go into this combat? We probably call it now. Yeah, my eyes are getting a little heavy, so... Sure, <laughs> me too. Alright, so, the, the party has just agreed to assist for sake of, of scrying assistance with the local tiger village in exchange for handling what is probably a slab that has been harrying and, and uh, beguiling the hunters of this village. Tune in next week to see how that all plays out. <laughs> I have been your DM, Kenny, and I have my players in the same order as we introduced, starting with Bork. I'm Michelle, and I play Bork for Half-Orc. I am Hayden, I play Ogden the Dwarven Cleric. I'm Frodo, I play Tenshi the Monk. I'm Lauren, I pay, play Vin the Halfling Warlock. I hope you've enjoyed your stay tonight. Have a wonderful evening. <laughs>